Got you at the weird, wild world of the infinite frontier. It's the show that breaks down, cracks up, skews, and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Moore. And this is episode number 349 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. It is 349. Here we are, Eric, to start a new frontier, an infinite frontier, uh, a new frontier that you already said that yes. you want to call it. I would like to call it that as well as we go off and we'll be talking about Infinite Frontier number zero and a couple of books as we go through and a news as well. And again, I think that maybe some new listeners will be jumping on here because of this whole new thing and everything. They claim it's new. We're going back to regular books. But uh, if you do just, you know, settle back and enjoy. Enjoy the ride, Eric. I'm more saying to you. Uh, I'm considering you a new a new listener since you never Listen to the podcast. You have told me that you'll get to it later it. this it. week. You don't hear all of it sometimes, but now That's we're weird. doing all the thing going on. Well, I used to do some things on my own, but we're here as a, a core, a group as we go through this. And if you want to go and find us, you can go to the Twitter at Weird Science DC, go to our website, Weird Science DC Comics.com, and then also to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science, where you can help us out and also. Check out a lot of more podcasts, including our weekly spotlight picked by the badasses, the Get Fresh crew, Beep Boop, and they ended up picking the classic, the biggest book of the week, Man Bat number two, and then also Crime Syndicate number one, where a lot of times when we get a book picked on the Patreon, we, you know, oh man, you know, I wish that we were able to talk about that on the show. Now this week, Infinite Frontier is definitely the big one that we were hoping might make the big show. Crime Syndicate, though, seemed to be the one where we were making a stand against people because we did seem to like it more than others. And I hope that we were able to unravel some things to show why we did. And I think that it is a book that goes well with, you know, the Batman when we come all these books that are coming out now that are you're, you're getting not just, oh, here's a story. Oh, it's this. But you are starting to see the rebuilding of the multiverse and the timelines and things like that. And it has a lot of, you know, nice little gives you mysteries a picture of what's going on beyond our normal everyday superhero stuff. Yeah. And when we end up talking about things, while some will say that we're haters or whatnot, we like to say we're honest, but I think that we also like to look beyond those, you know, tears, not just surface level stuff, you know, peel back the layers. And I think that that's kind of, What's going to happen when we do talk about Infinite Frontier in a little bit? I think that a lot of people went into that with like a gut reaction and a knee-jerk reaction of, oh, it's just a previews deal or, oh, it's this or I hate that without really seeing what might be, you know, lurking beyond the surface. But the bad asses of the Get Fresh Crows, we say boop, boop, they ended up picking those. So here we go. And we are going to salute them, Eric, with the badass roll call. Roll call! Is that good, Eric? Josh Murray from Not A Robot Podcast. Don't ever do that again. Lawrence Lee. Forrest Pauly. Cam, I just want that to be the call out now. That you end up having to do that. I'm never doing that. It hurt me when I did that. Joseph Watchstick, Matt Razor, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Lady Abby, Cisco. Matches Balone, Niels Tewart. David Fink, Joey Bear, I thought I was more of an asthmatic rock. 
You know, that Stephen Baum, Tony Walton, Jason Colby, Sue 42 to you, Mean Michael G, Ken Hallett, Comic Boom Rocket, Seller Dweller, Mark Jager, Eric G, Aldrin Stoja, Nick Adams, Bill Beer, Ruben, <laughs> Carlos, Lone Wolf Marv, I've lost my voice already, T-Funk, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, Manship, Andrew Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, Dalton, Eden, my man, people from NYC, Sailor Moon, Mark, our man Rob Lewis, Brander, and Double A-Ron, shout out to all-time Reggie, Zip Zoop, <laughs> and that's that, but we have a bunch of things tonight, like I said, and with that, Coming up, we don't have a lot of books coming out. So, you know, enjoy this one because there may be podcasts coming down the line that have like one book. There's not a lot of books coming out in the next couple of weeks. But I do want to take this time, Eric, to tell everybody this is an annuals month. We end up March has five Tuesdays, Tuesday being the day that DC now puts out the books. And so with that, the last week. Of that, the annuals week will be a Patreon-only show. So if you want to hear that, you'd have to sign up to the Patreon. We'll mention it each and every week. People can throw shade at me, Eric, because they do. And, yeah, we'll go on to the news. Now it's time for Jim and the news. Listening to Jim is what I want to do. He's talking solicits and very uncovers before all the meat and the cheese that's from under. And now it's time for Jim and the news. And now it's time for Jim and the news. And now it's time for Jim and the news. Oh, yeah, and I guess Eric's there, too. Boom. Eric, you're here. Uh, you doing okay? You seem a little down. You seem Why a little that? down in the dumps. I don't know. You just seem down. You're not as talkative. Uh, you, you're uh, being a little snide, I think. Snide, I what the word would be. <laughs> uh, you're not as nice to me. As, as the lady from the Zencaster thing that we record on was, she, she was nice to me this week when I complained to her. And she was going on and on about how happy that Eric Shea sounds on the podcast. She was listening to an intro to see how it sank or sunk or synced. And she said, man, that guy, what's that Eric Shea? That guy sounds real happy. And I said, I don't know. I think he sounds miserable. But here's the news, Eric, I get from Newsarama. Give them full credit here. DC names new Infinite Frontier series creative team and story details. Did you know this, Eric? Did you hear about I this? Know. I haven't heard hey, anything about it. Did you hear about this one in the news? Yeah, there's an Infinite Frontier series. Eric, this can now be your summer blockbuster series. You always want to have that. This I'm is not what this is no, being. No. This is what they're pointing it out to be. It's going to come out during the summer. It's your now your summer read. DC this is the has continuation always- of the Infinite Frontier that we got here, which you know needed to recap a bunch of things of what we had from Future yes, State coming sir. back and going forward into what this Infinite Frontier will be. I don't want it as my summer event. Well, Eric, listen, that was just a zero. Zeros yeah. don't count. We're, we're going to start with a one, a number one. Everybody likes the number ones. Nobody's collecting the number zeros. I've never heard that. A lot of people are, yeah. DC, <laughs> true. DC hasn't, I'm, I'm giving a lot of people a big zero uh, this week. DC hasn't wasted any time 
announcing that writer Josh Williamson and artist Zermanico. That's not his real name, Eric. Will helm the six-issue Infinite Frontier limited series launching out of March 2nd's Infinite Frontier number 0, 64-page special. It's launching out of it, Eric, summer blockbuster. The new series was announced on the specials last page checklist where they really only listed like the number one coming later. And here is the description in Infinite Frontier 0. When our heroes saved the DC multiverse from Perpetua and Dark Knight's death metal, everything was put back where it belonged. And we do mean everything, Eric, reads DC's description. All the damage from all the crisis is undone, and heroes long thought gone return from whatever exile they had been in. Maybe, but that's what this points out to. Stop it, Eric. This is I, what I just you... know that sitting there in Infinite Frontier when Ali's sitting there making out with Dinah's nothing. Oh my god, my son Connor Hawk. I haven't thought about him in a decade. Damn Where's right. my boy? Maybe he is, or maybe Roy get back says, here, you beautiful baby, and get back on these lips. <laughs> and then there's Roy there, and he's like, Okay, I gotta get a hold of somebody here. I'm not gonna mention Wally because he's a dick, and also. Where's my arm? And then he ran off, Eric. I don't know what happened. You know, I don't know what's <laughs> Not even going thinking on. about like Roy coming back in that. Oh my God, my daughter is she alive? Is she dead? Is that all may this be the thing case, that Prometheus though. did to me? Is it still going on in this world? And we have to see because he does end up kind of seeming a daze, like he's trying to figure things out. Is and Red then Tornado going to remember he has a family? He's going to be hanging out, and you know, the, like the Happy Harbor freaking fortress. Well, if that's the case, somebody tell Tom King. You end up though with this whole deal, Eric, where. I think that maybe he's still learning. He's just biting off more than they can chew is what they're doing. Well, with that, Eric, if you are going to bite off more than you can chew, which is pretty much every meal that I have, uh, you should maybe set up a mini series to set up some of those things or maybe explore them, right? Is this this Infinite Frontier a once a month like series for six issues? Let me get off. Okay. All the damage from the crisis was undone. The heroes long thought gone return and whatever exile they've been in, right? <laughs> Most of them at least. See? That's what I'm saying. Well, they're still saying. Well, they're also saying the idea that most of the people have returned or exile or whatnot, and they're gonna the story wasn't over. Infinite Frontier Zero was just the beginning. Infinite Frontier will launch June twenty second, according to DC with Mitch Garage drawing the covers. In the summer event, Alan Scott, the Green Lantern from the Justice Society of America, has noticed some of his allies are still missing in action. He's determined to find them, continues well, DC. It's better than there, are, there are others, though, that would rather remain hidden than explain themselves, like Roy Harper, a.k.a. Arsenal, a man who should be dead and now is not. Plus, what does all of this mean for the DCU's place in the multiverse? On opposite sides of a dimensional divide, both Barry Allen and President Superman ponder this question, not to mention the dark side of it all. The dark side of it all, there, or a team you. of multiversal. They even spelled it just dark side. They're not playing around there. <laughs> they don't want to explain their joke. Or a team of multiversal heroes called Justice Incarnate, which is, you know, a standard deal. Yeah. DC says the brand new event has one foot in the past. Both eyes looking forward to a future the grave. that they hope will remain. <laughs> one one hand in my pocket. Isn't this ironic? I don't know what's going on here. One like, hand yeah, doing sleight of hand kind of pissing you, me off. You have that magic. Oh, my God. Sleight of hand while the other one's grabbing your butt. It's one of those Turkish like ice that. cream places you don't like, want to deal oh with. Give me the goddamn Angel. cone guy. You mind freaked me. He did. Uh, so 
hopefully this will, you know, give more of an explanation about some of these. Now, what makes me now, worried yeah, did, you, did you tell me if this was a month, like a once a month issue kind of deal for six issues? Yeah, I don't know. Eric. I think it's once a month. I, well, <laughs> because here's in my the mind, it's my fall and winter event because it's going to go to December. Yeah, I, I would bet that it's going to be twice a month, I'm going to say, Eric, and then we will have ourselves a summer event. All right. I don't know. We'll have to see. They just ended up just announcing that it was Joshua Williamson and Zermonico, so we'll, we'll probably get some more details as we get the uh, June solicits coming all that stuff going on, and I will let you know, Eric, right away. Um, does it start in July? No, it starts in June. June 22nd, okay. we know it does start. So you get that going. Everybody's fired up. Now, the problem I have there is... I have a lot of questions and, and theories coming out of the probably too many coming out of the Infinite Frontier book. And I don't really want to necessarily wait until June. I was thinking we we're going to get more and more of these details in book It'll while we're getting you know towards it, there. And so what I'll be doing constantly is putting aside my idea that every DC writer is throwing shade at Tom King. Now Thank I'm going to be now I'm going to have conspiracy theories about who that means what's coming up in the Infinite Frontier. Uh, though I'll still say there's a lot of shade going on. We'll mention it today. We have another story here. Two stories, Eric. And oh my goodness, Tom King launches Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow series in June. This is going to be a eight issue miniseries. Crypto. I mean, really, crypto's already dead in the infinite frontier. This seems imagine. to lead to it. So, no, the future I, I, state, future well, future state. Well, future state. That's what I mean. Yeah. So he's already dead there. So, and he that's can't like fifty years down the line. I think doesn't even matter. longer. <laughs> that doesn't mean that's a fresh grave. I didn't see her with the shovel, Eric. That's just her saying. You were the only one who taught me anything. Crypto. What if the moon has a pet cemetery that you don't want to go to? Yeah, all I know is if you do, Eric, just don't move the headstones. <laughs> you, you can't do that on the moon. You're going to get attacked by the gremlins, right? Is that how it works? As part of this week's Infinite Frontier number zero, DC has announced a new Supergirl eight-issue series subtitled Woman of Tomorrow that will launch in June. That's what I actually Girl, called you, boom, right? You be. I was going to do that. I, was actually <laughs> gonna, I'm, I have another Super chance at Girl. it, right? You'll be Superwoman soon. Let's do the chat. Yeah. I love you so much. Supergirl one. Supergirl. I'll just sing it now. Supergirl woman of tomorrow promises to be a character defining masterpiece. Yeah. Oh, look at them. Tell the fucking fight off what you can chew Seriously. here with your promises. Seriously. Uh, a masterpiece, they say. I, I bet you hasn't written one page yet. Oh, my goodness. The likes of which fans have never seen. <laughs> really the, the supergirl woman of tomorrow that's the masterpiece and they're just saying basically I, I i'm actually surprised with these things with all these assholes out there reviewing stuff nowadays eric that they already don't have cover quotes from half of the people that do reviews for a book that hasn't even been written yet 10 out of 10 tom king does it again supergirl woman of tomorrow is written by tom king batman catwoman which is a good way to segue because me and you were talking about that and you said you like the Batman Catwoman, so do yeah. I. So maybe he's turned it on. I don't a care for Strange Adventures or Rorschach, but I think the Batman Catwoman is one of his better works. I'm just worried about this because it does seem like it's pushing that, you know, cryptos are only friend, no family, chip on the shoulder, but we'll see. With art by Eisner nominee Bilquis Evely, who we do like, do love and Bilquis. Matt Lopez. You love the Matt Lopez. Do you like Davy Lopez, the ex Dodger? Right, no, you like Davy Lopez? I can't say that either. He had a crazy mustache, he did. Uh, you could check that out. And the no, book takes no, Supergirl and Crypto into space, quote, on a journey that will have Supergirl fans cheering for more. I mean, they're really going out with this. And also, 
may or may not involve Davy Lopez, but Steve Garvey is going to be there. Kara Zor-El has been, but no Pedro Guerrero era. I'm just throwing out things for yeah. any uh, any old school baseball fan is getting a real thrill out of this. Kara Zor-El has been some epic adventures over the years, but has recently found her life without meaning or purpose, reads DC's description. Here she is, a young woman whose solar planet destroyed and was sent to Earth to protect a baby cousin who ended up oh, not needing her. What was story. it all for? It's, it, it's the future state. Wherever she goes, people only see her through the lens of Superman. Did Leviathan kill her mom or what? Are we ever going to get back to this whole thing? What happened there? She's probably going to say unless she doesn't have any mother. She's dissed her. Uh, according to DC, just when Supergirl thinks she's had enough, everything changes, Eric. An alien girl seeks her out for a vicious mission. Her world has been destroyed and the bad guys responsible are still out there. Uh-oh. Atrocities. She wants revenge and if Supergirl doesn't help her, she'll do it herself, whatever oh, no. it costs. Now, one of the things that I laughed at was you end up having all this push. And people are saying, I was even talking to a fellow right before we started, the idea that, oh, well, you had that up in the sky, the Superman book. And, and he did a great job on that. I wasn't as hip as some people. But the, the thing is, Tom King even went out and said, hey, listen, just I did that Superman up in the sky and it's going to be in that vein. In a story that's having Kara pissed off that everything gets put into a Superman lens, and then he does it as he announces it. It just made me laugh. Now a Kryptonian, a dog, and an angry, heartbroken child, possibly Eric, not David Lopez, head out into space on a journey that will shake them to their very core. Because in space, nobody can hear you scream. In space, nobody can hear you cry, love. Uh, and with this all, you know, we always say we we wait to see how it's going. I just worry so that it's going to end up killing everybody. Now, is she going to worry about Jarrell killing her father, the cyborg Superman Zorro? Seriously, Eric, that never matters. I mean, she didn't <laughs> care about that before. I mean, everything matters. You have to matter or care about it to do that. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know I what's going on with it. I could give her a legitimate reason to be pissed off at a lot of things if they just hearken back to that Supergirl story. It just seems that she's going with the idea that she, you know, if it goes by the future state, which it really seems to be heading, uh, that she is jealous of John for having a family, that she's jealous of Superman for, I'm you know, feeding her to Earth and then her not needing any sort of deal. But it, it neglects her parents because remember, when we get to this, she did have parents on Krypton. Mm-hmm. She, she didn't leave as a baby. She, she, she had, not only that, she, she had, had adopted parents, parents on, Earth. on Earth. Yeah, she had adopted parents on Earth. The Danvers also... Her and Cal, they had some times together. You know, this wasn't Cal like, yeah, I don't need you. I mean, he ended up being a mentor and put back and forth and things like that. And that seemed to be that future state story seemed to just pretty much wipe that out. And if everything matters, Eric, then better. But even without the anything or everything matters, whatnot, it just didn't feel right. That story to me. Uh, you know, by Marguerite Benet just did not feel right as Kara. And when you end up wanting to see a future where she has grown into a woman, Eric, our girl has become a woman. You want to see that the the greatness of her would end up, you know, winning out. Or then she just seemed miserable. And then you started getting space Back eels to red lantern she is. Space eels and diamonds in their hairs. I don't even know what that story ended up being about. And then she died at the end and was buried next to crypto, Eric. The end. And they all lived happily ever after. But we'll see. We'll be talking about it. We'll see how it is. I, I went to just look, just random deals put into Twitter, Tom King 
Supergirl to see. And, you know, it is with Tom King back and forth. There's people who love him. Now, one person had a very, I don't know, like a clever, you know, thing of, of trying to analyze this, that they were afraid that they want this to elevate Supergirl. But it seems like the only people who are excited about her are Tom King fans that are there for Tom King and, and don't really care about any characters that he does, just that it's him. But hopefully they'll be won over or something and they'll they'll end up becoming Supergirl fans. But most of the Supergirl fans seem to think that this is the worst thing that they've ever heard. But he may surprise us. And I hope that he ends up like having some fun with it. And being a little lighter, though, I, I guess an angry alien coming to say, let's go kill some people. It doesn't sound so light. Just we'll, like we'll E.T. See. We'll see. That is just like that sequel. I mean, really, that shit was going to get <laughs> I real I want to go to another universe so I could just see what happens with that E.T. sequel. Why don't they do that in a comic book? I'd like to see that. You know, a lot of bloodshed and stuff and all E.T.'s going around killing people and stuff. I don't know. I'd like to see that as well. I, I'd like to see what would have happened with that. And how the Forrest Gump deal was supposed to uh, go oh, God. W- with the craziness and the, the apes and the, oh my goodness, cannibalism, I think, at one point. Uh, but yes, that is the news, Eric. And we're going to go off now to the books. Yes, and here we are with the reviews, Jim's and Eric's reviews, as we hit into this new status quo, kind of the soft reboot, maybe. I don't know. We end the up having a frontier. lot of things. You have a lot of things up in the air and a lot of people confused. Now, before we even go into this, well, first off, I'll tell you, you can read the written reviews over at WeirdScienceDCComics.com, this book and a bunch of others that we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, you know, written by, you know, everybody from the site and stuff like that. But I, I really think that this Infinite Frontier book should have come out right after Death Metal uh, and maybe even had Instead of like Generation a, Shattered? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I was going to say, actually, that does make sense because have this and then maybe a number one at the end of Future State to remind people and get into this because, you know, a lot of people are confused. While you do end up, and me and you both laugh, when we get into this, the idea that they do kind of mention future state pretty much as a way of, yeah, if people buy it, it'll, it'll matter. Things like that. As well, we even that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, it's the specter of possible futures that may or may not come to pass. It falls on humanity to decide now or humanity's wallets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. And it made me laugh. But I actually thought that that was kind of 
you know, okay, you know what's Spectre's going on. Spectre's you know? apart. Just make sure everything's clear with that. I, I think he might in my, in my <laughs> deal. Now, one thing I will tell you that I, every book this week seemed to have at least one typo that actually was glaring at points to me. But besides that all, we end up having this. And this I, is the I'm one looking, in Swamp Thing that said like a month? Yes, yes. It bothered and, and, and me then so there bad. Was, there was one in Batman that I may find again that I'll mention, but, and it's just like one word, but I'm like, really? Like, and I think there was one in here in the flash part too. And, but with that, you end up having a lot of people. And this is where I, I said before, I actually said, and I'm, I'm worried about the people, Sarah. I'm worried about the children and, and all that. I go down to the malt shop and I said, Hey, what do you think about this future state? Half of these kids, and I don't know, this one kid's eating glue over there at the malt shop. I don't know why he's at the malt shop. He's eating glue. Uh, but I, they're, we're confused about this, this, this. And, and there is that bit going on here. And Future State being this thing in between Death Metal. And then we get to back to the regular books. But with this thrown in there, I think people are getting all confused and kind of, you know, all over the place of what means what and what happens and all this stuff. Like the idea people, of none of the crises happening, but everybody still remembers the, how the crises went down. And not only just remembers, but there's still aspects of the crises that are taking place yeah. now from the ramifications that we are not, we untied the knots of the history. So everybody yeah. remembers everything. Everything matters, but like there's no crisis anymore, which just means. There's no crisis energy Which that has messed odd. up the, the, the world yeah. over and over again, but they were still there because they still remember things and they've still affected things. They're just not, you know, filled with crisis energy anymore. Yes. And I think they're sort of just imagine the people, though, that jumped on in the future state. And there were some people, it seems a weird jumping on point. Yeah. But when you come back to these books, then you get this. And then you got like everybody or there's the people who haven't read like these big books come out and people come out of the woodwork like they oh I haven't read anything since Rebirth special number one. Let me see what this is all about. And they jump in and they get these ideas about what DC is up to what they're changing. And like you said, throw in, you know, people in the know, at least, which I would like to think we are. And throw in that untying of the knots and things of the crises and, and all that. And it just it does get confusing. So when I go into this, I'm more in line with Wonder Woman after Death Metal. And this is why I thought it would play out better even that day that Death Metal ended and or maybe the next week that Wonder Woman, for the most part, was very concerned at the end of Death Metal that yeah, if she ends up coming. untying that. Not even just the threat. Remember, she was really worried that most of the people wouldn't make it through. She was afraid that if she did this and opened up things, there's a chance that some characters would, wouldn't make it. They, they'd be erased. They'd be dead. And what ended up really making her go with this was that idea that the only other option of surviving at the one point was the Batman who laughs, who said, I have a planet for you. But then the people who were dead were dead. They weren't going to. So she did a Hail Mary, ends up saving the hands by killing Batman who laughs. And then they said, oh, you know what? Maybe we've been doing this wrong. We're going to reset. You know, you're going to get more complete versions, but not everything's going to be the same. The multiverse, like all that stuff, but there will be a threat. And so when she goes into this book, I think that it's a combo of her trying to find that threat. But also it does seem like she's kind of, Waltzing around, checking in on her friends well, to make Christmas sure that Carol. things are it's okay. It's freaking ghost of the past are going through and looking into the lives of the friends and family through different points of like not even different points in time, just like what's going on now. We're just getting a looksy-loo of what our current status quo is to the majority of the DC universe. Yeah, and it's funny too because it's also like it's a wonderful timeline or something like that. You get all these different – because, yeah, they're just waltzing around. They're checking, oh, is Superman okay? 
All right, he seems maybe. Okay. Hey, is is that the best? Is when you get to Gotham? Is Gotham okay? Oh, it's, no. uh, it's really awful. It's awful. Yep, it's good. <laughs> like it's like yep, it's still a piece of shit. Thank goodness and go on. But yeah, there there is more to this. I think as we go forward with the books, but even in this about what is going on, then I I hope that you'll join me, Eric. And talk a little bit, because one of the things that I thought was, well, I'm saying, like, you're not just going to say, ah, screw that. But, uh, like, the Black Adam part, that seems like, yeah, that might be more of him coming back from Future State and trying to be a hero. We have to see what all of this is. But it is Infinite Frontier number zero. Joshua Williamson and crew, give us a sneak peek at what's going on in the current books as Wonder Woman and the Spectre play It's a Wonderful Timeliner. While Wonder Woman looks for the great cost of winning the battle versus Perpetua and the Batman who lasts, she checks in to see who and what made it after the hands opened up the timeline to make it more complete. And while everything looks pretty kosher by the end, we see that they're heading for a huge dark side problem. And I saw a lot of people throw shade first off that they had Jar Jar do the big finale page. And that was nonsense because it didn't Dang look it. great. It but, really is. It really is nonsense. It's just yeah. your big reveal at the end, your big cliffhanger for the new Infinite Frontier. And it looks like crap. It, it like falls flat. <laughs> but also what falls flat is a lot of people. And you can't really argue with them. Dark side again. Like, yeah, yeah. It's well, it's not only again, that, we'll see because the is. idea of, like, going full circle with what we're dealing with here, because we have Wonder Woman, who's now ascended in our new remade multiverse. The quintessence are here. We have the uh, Wizard Shazam, Phantom Stranger, Spectre, uh, Ganthet, Hera, and Highfather, all part of the quintessence, the overseers of the multiverse. They want Wonder Woman to be a part of their collective yeah. at this point and be one of the quintessence. She wants to make sure that everybody's okay before she does this because she was told by the hands that there is a looming threat after the universe, the multiverse will be remade like this. And I just got to wonder because we saw this before with, you know, Scott Snyder stuff through metal and death metal where the quintessence here, we have the wizard Shazam, but the old wizard Shazam, not the remade one ever since the new 52. Mm-hmm. It's the old one. And even going to the end of this, where we have the idea of where Wonder Woman says, ah, screw you guys. I'm going to go <laughs> do my own thing because I'm Wonder Woman. And then dark side shows up out of nowhere and starts wrecking house and pretty much killing the specter and maybe all of the quintessence. We get the idea of this going back to the Grant Morrison idea of the new God avatars, everything that we've ever dealt with, with the new gods, there are simple avatars to deal with the mortal realm. And if you ever dealt with an actual new god, they would be the like larger than light. They would be an unstoppable force along the lines of the anti-minor, which now Dark Side seems to be ever since everything's remade. But with that, you have High Father, a part of the quintessence. Why isn't he this almighty new powerful being that isn't just a weak avatar like we've seen before, who gets wrecked by his, you know, evil counterpart? I don't understand. Yeah, and with that, I don't know how they're working the multiverse and what the Omniverse has done to Darkseid. He seems to laugh at the whole deal. Oh, you have this Omniverse that's infinite deal. It's nothing to me because I'm finite. I'm the one because you don't really have multiversal you know, versions and stuff like that. But it seems like he has upgraded. Like he's now. Well, sorry, he Eric. is the, the main dark side that you've no. never dealt with before because everything you've dealt with before was an avatar. This is the actual real no. deal. But so should High Father. Yeah, and we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that plays out, if it is explained And speaking of that, not. because the idea that the quintessence, they want to be jerks the whole time, like, Wonder Woman, she come over and hang with us. Oh, she doesn't want to hang with us? Well, we're not going to tell her that threat she was worried about. We already knew about that shit, and we've had it contained on the Omega world over here. But I'm like, that doesn't seem to be dark side. It seems to be something else other than dark side. Yeah, it seems like they, but with her, like that great cost, it really did seem like a lot of it. Until then, they said that looming threat or whatever, but it was going to be the idea of losing friends and family and stuff like that. But when she goes, she does just kind of look into that stuff to kind of like 
you know, is she really looking for this darkness as she goes and checks out Superman? I want to talk and, to my and mommy. <laughs> and, yeah, no, and no, no, with that. But with that, you do get a, a couple things here that might be more than what's on the page. And we're going to have to wait. I would say this dark side stuff, we may not even find out about stuff like that until not this summer, but next summer, since we already have our big summer event, Eric. Or it might I imagine that that's going to be Infinite through the Frontier, Infinite book, Frontier books. But it seems like that's more like it would end with that. Because they're more searching out and finding people and stuff like that, which kind of is, again, what Wonder Woman seems to be doing here. I love when she starts out and be like, what am I seeing? It's so beautiful. What is it? Uh, that's a credits page, Wonder Woman. <laughs> that says Infinite Frontier. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just a fiery credits page here. But she does end up saying, okay, I'll think about joining your club. But before we do that, I need to go check. I need to a be bunch able to of rest dudes assured. and a woman that hates me. Of course, I yeah, want to join your yeah, club. Yeah, Get really. out of town. And then they're like, "Okay, well, yeah, we'll send Specter. Specter's like the guy who gets the coffee uh, with this." We'll just well, that's the best part Spectre because every time then. we see the quintessence, we have everybody larger than life in the then background. The then a little tiny Specter, <laughs> <Poor Spectre. laughs> the right hand of God, he ain't shit compared I'm to us. Telling you, he's like really, and with the left hand, he's gonna smack Ganthet right across the smug ass face. <laughs> Look at him. And so they're like, "We'll, we'll send Specter." And and again, Specter is there. To just bounce things off of Diana, give a couple theories, you know, question some things. Uh, but they do go off and they say, you know, we'll go see your boy first, Superman. And they go and Superman has shown up where there's this big threat and it's already been taken care of. This is where you get the Shazam. This thing became a couple weeks ago. Oh, my God. Bleeding cool leak that Shazam or Black Adam would be called Shazam. It is just people there saying it. It's still, you know, yes. you're not saying Superman like, oh, my God, Shazam, what are you doing? Like, if they did that, then I'd be like, oh, my God, they're really combining shit here. And well, then it's I'm, weird because I'm you off, see the but... great pyramids in the background. So you yeah, know you're yeah. in Egypt, at least, and which has to be around this, the same proximity, you know, as a country of conduct of and conduct, stuff like that. Yeah. So you think you would know that the ruler of conduct, a country nearby to your own country, was ruled by a man named Teth Adam or Black Adam, as the, you know, the press likes to put it and stuff like that. So the idea that they call him Shazam, though, it does feel a little weird. It does. But it almost, it's weird too. You know what? You know what I get? What's weird? Because you end up having these people, and I thought that it was a translation problem at first, because again, they are in the Middle East, look like they're in Egypt, they're in the vicinity. So they may, but you don't have that without, then they're, you know, yakety yaks. So yeah, not have that. But I thought that it was trying to be a way to show that he's doing something good. What I do think we is what's his happening here. What, what I think is happening is Brian Michael Bendis is an asshole because this is Brian Michael Bendis yeah. with art by Dave Marquez. I didn't say that. And it is setting up the Justice League book. Now, with that, we had talked about the idea of Hippolyta and Black Adam being on the team seeming to come out of an endless winner. But it now seems like it's coming out a little different, out of what happened in yeah. Future State with Black Adam and now Hippolyta well, the with the is, disappearance of Wonder Woman. The idea of the end of Future State and the Black Adam back up to the Suicide Squad book where we had the Black Adam of the 853rd century go back in time with the with power of the Wizard Shazam, be stuck in the Rock of Eternity in hell and think, I got to avert this whole path of mm -hmm. the unkindness so I make sure that my Wonder Woman of the 853rd century can be with me and have give birth to the and child that we're going to one day have. I don't know, though, as like, you know, is that him here now? Because this just looks like everyday Black Adam to me, who was also, you know, not on the up and up, but at least helped the world recover from the endless winter of what we had before. So the idea that we're like, you know, moving in here, do we have two Black Adams or did he quantum leap himself into his own body? I, I don't know. I think he quantum leaped uh, from what I've seen from the Justice League book, even 
it's him going around trying to be good, like without explaining himself at first and things well, like that. Well, that's all it takes to be on the Justice League. Superman shows up, sees some dude did one good thing, and like, man, Justice yeah. League material. These people seem to like his ass. He likes to think of the good in people, they say. Can I and, be on the Justice so League Superman? Barry shows up late. No, you don't do good, Eric. You end up where Barry, you know, shows up. Hey, what's going on? And uh, hey, you know, I'm looking here. It looks like Black Adam was already here. Oh, well, what was it? A, a bad, bad guy's gone wrong. Team up? No, no, no. It looks like he's on the good side of things. And I think that he might be able to, to change and sing a different tune. I just think that. This is where I think that you get really wonky stuff because you did go off to the future state stuff. Wonder Woman at the beginning, we talked about it as a joke, but Wonder Woman says she's seen that future, though, doesn't seem to have checked in on Yara floor because she seems surprised about her. But then when he comes back, then he comes back, though, Black Adam. And and then there's also things changing. There's so much going on at this one point that it is very hard to pinpoint what exactly might be going on. Well, even the idea where that's infuriating to me, the idea that Wonder Woman, like, I was ascended instead of seeing the world like the multiverse remade. For some reason, I saw this strange future. And that's what we talked about at the beginning. Respect is like a possible future. But you saw the future. And when we get to the Yara Fuller part, she's like, who the hell is this? I'm like, like, well, you're not paying attention. (laughs) Well, it's because, you know, she's vain, Eric. She doesn't want to go see anybody who might take her place later. it's funny, too, because now that everything's unknotted, all histories matter. We have the perfect versions of our characters here where, like, you know, the, the key moments matter i'm like yeah he saved some people from a fire monster that is are you immediately forgetting what happened in world war three started by black adam maybe eric but also with that it's a weird deal to set this in what is probably close to conduct like you said because black adam would save anybody that is in at least his realm you know yeah. if, if somebody comes and attacks somebody in conduct he's definitely going to save he might be branching out a little or maybe so the idea i don't know if brian michael bennis is trying He's to play with the Egypt. idea i'm telling you i don't know if it, and that should be and that's the weird thing about this is is the idea that because brian michael bennis is going to have black adam on his team he's going 100 percent in the way of superman saying oh man that black adam what a great guy instead of actually looking at it realistically of what you know of the past of black adam saying uh-oh, he's starting to get we, a little we, bit, we, you know. We have a dude who rules a foreign country come to America and just start kicking criminals' asses on his own free time yeah. out of nowhere. What are we going to say yeah. about that? He's Good like job, the foreign dictator. of the vigilante and, and, yeah, diplomatic immunity, Eric. But even with that, <laughs> just imagine where me and you, I'm Superman. You could be Superman. I'll, right. I'll be I'll be Flash. But we get there and they're like, yeah, Shazadam. That's Shazadam. And they end up in like, He's even taking the name. I mean, he's stealing everything. We better watch it. Like, this seems like a super villain move, but there's there's Superman. Man, my mother always says to think of the best of people. And then you have Flash. Ooh, to be you. I'm like, what? Oh, and even you. That, you. You have this little you story. You naive little right? bastard, you Superman. And this is setting up uh, because, really, I think that the idea that they had was if we give Brian Michael Bendis free reign, this issue is now going to be 170 pages because he's going to go on and on with this stuff. And you get this little couple of pages. And the first time I read it, I'm like, okay, at least we don't. Every time I read it, I got more and more angry about what little we get here. And then even again, this dialogue, the sing song dialogue, even with the people in the crowd that are yelling and saying things, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to wait until the, the Justice League book to really get my, you know, 
grip on this. Overall, it didn't offend me much, no. but it didn't give us much. And, I just need to so, know more about what's happening with Black Adam since what yeah. we saw coming out of Future State. And just putting that Shazam, he does that to be a prick. He, he's just trying to rub people the wrong way. I guarantee you. Remember, because it was Bleeding Cool, yeah. they got the leak. I think that leak came right from the, the, the desk of Brian Michael Bendis. I really do. I think that he wanted this to be out there so people can lose their minds. So then he could say, oh, look, I didn't call him that. I don't Drake. Uh, you have all this going on, though. Then you move off to what a lot of people thought. Boy, I, I thought this might be a little less dark, but you are going back it's to City, the regular Good books. Luck. And yeah, so it's a Batman story written by James Tynion, the fourth art by Jorge Menes, colors by Jamil Moray. And you end up where Wonder Woman now, you know, she checked on Superman. Obviously, she's going to check. It'd be funny if the second one was like, I don't know, Hawkman. She, she disses Batman. She's like, I don't care. But she goes, and you end up having this a story that, yeah, is based more on this guard in Arkham Mahoney. Mahoney. Yeah, and, and anytime Not you call any Academy. sort of, yeah, anytime you call a police officer Mahoney, uh, me and Eric are only going to think Police Academy. It's Steve and then, Gutenberg. It's all I can think Eric, about. You can't do that to me. Then Eric thinks of the commander who goes to his life thinking, Commandant, thinking that maybe. You know, Mahoney did some things to him. For the rest of his life, <laughs> Punky Brewster's adopted father, Henry, thinks that Mahoney's Punky. blew him off. Punky. Uh, you end up where he's in Arkham. And the minute I read it, the minute you read it, we do believe, and a lot of people have said that this is this Peacekeeper is 1. Peacekeeper 1. Yeah. It has to be. You get the red hair. Shock of red hair it is there. It's, <laughs> it's not in a mohawk yet. but And you end up remembering that it wasn't Batman saying, like, that he did something it was just the idea that batman caused a lot of problems and did that what peacekeeper one was really upset about and that would make sense here yes you're going to go almost back to the trope of the idea you don't take care of the villains it's a revolving door you always let joker go because what ends up happening is seemingly a second joker attack joker war just ended a code green or what we believe they call in the future a day yeah a day uh, I end up when I have a code brown, Eric. That's after eating chili. You end we up where they're is. going around, and there is a You're gas, an and you end up where Mahoney gas, goes gas, gas. in and thinks it is. It goes in. By the way, that's not a movie quote, Eric, and it threw me off in Suicide Squad later. But you end up where you have Mahoney go and thinks it's Bane. Like you son of a bitch. A lot of cursing in here, Eric. You know, you son of a bitch. Oh no, he's dead, and he's horrifically jokerized. He is dead. It's and, such a weird idea, though, that we have this, you know, Code Green going through with the Joker toxin, you know, running the halls of Gotham, you know, killing all the guards, even killing Bane to the point where he's smiled enough to his jaw broken, his tongue is just hanging. It's really gross. But and even to the point where, you know, things explode at the end because they have a really awful idea about, you know, burning it out of the air with fire and doing all this other stuff. Like we still have a lot of inmates in here, maybe some guards more than what we walk past Professor Pig. We know he's going to be OK from, you know, the, what we saw in Future State. But there's a lot of people in here and especially Mahoney who's just walking the halls is not affected by the Joker toxin it feels really weird and it's weird because all around him it seems like he's like able to just get that little bit ahead but even that it gets weird especially when we get to Nakano in a little bit but this is to show you the status quo and what's going forward with the Batman book and things like that and, and to set this story in motion so you end up having you know Batgirls go and they are pretty much most people have said, and there's been leaks that there will be a Batgirls book that's going to be announced soon. Uh, and that's, be cool. you know, out of Stephanie future Brown, statements. Cassie yeah. Kane, Batgirls? Because you end up having 
Oracle back. You end up having Batgirl as Oracle. She ends up saying that she can, yeah, she can do all this stuff. She can get everything set up and, and work more from that. Also, she wants to give a little ease on the implant, Eric, the spinal implant. She doesn't like Which getting it Which makes sense because out. it keeps happening over and over again, and again in the Batgirl book with Barbara Gordon where her spinal implant keeps getting damaged. Let's just you know, sit down in a chair for a while, Barbara. You don't need that kind of stress. Yes, and then you have Huntress there with her. And like, and this is what... Th- and a it, really cool new look for Huntress. Oh, yeah. It doesn't play off well with me what she's saying because she's making a joke, but with all this timeline stuff, you're like, are, are you scrambled up? And you, cause she's like, this kind of reminds me of something that's about the birds she's making a joke but she's yes. like i better call dinah up and see i've seen some reviews that think that that is her actually suddenly remembering a team that's in this continuity they don't already get you know what i mean that it's already it's hard in with there. The written word. yeah so you end up where you get oracle okay that's cool you get the back girls they're out they don't really do much in this story but then you go to see jace jace fox and lucius they're having a nice time playing a little chess they're like they're fancy and they're rich, but they end up with this whole attack. You end up having Crypto, who has been his bodyguard, Lucius, comes in and says, we got to get you to the safe room. Hey, good. You're not dead. We need to get out of here. There's uh, yeah. been an attack on Arkham. The Joker's back in town. And you know what? I, I, I like that, that it, it really doesn't matter, whatever, but you're just giving those. It is like each one of these, especially this one, the whole thing feels like a very special episode clip show. But this yeah. really does. The, this Batman one is like, so what do you think the Bat family's up to? Okay, boom, 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 and we go. But the whole thing with Mahoney, that is, you know, kind of the, the story going through as he's trying to help people, he's trying to escape. And this is where, I, I don't know, I kept reading it, and I kind of got, you end up having Renee Montoya talking to Nakano. They're talking about the idea Mayor of, you know, about the whole deal of the no mass, things like that. But also then about Arkham. And she's like, oh, my God, we set up this whole GCPD thing, but they seem to have gone down. But there is one guard who hit the alarm. But we're having trouble getting word to him. We're not able to contact him. Nakano goes, get that guy on the phone. I'm like, didn't you just listen? Do better. He says, you said there's a guard and they're alive. I want him on the line now. Look, I'm telling you, anything in my job anymore, I I have all these problems where I run out of the stuff that I need. I ask for the stuff and they're like, no, figure it out. This is what I keep getting told over and over again. They might as well be Nakano and I'm Renee Montoya. I love where she's like, we can't get a hold of him. Get a hold of him. And then they do. I mean, it worked. Nakano can really tighten those screws up. And yeah, they're trying to talk to him and and he's just yelling, and Batman is on the way, and now we're going to get, this continues then, it's a you know, multi-deal when it does continue, we're going to get that idea of, you know, the police, GCPD had enough of these masks, they're going, but also Batman trying to they're save everyone. They're on the Nakano bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, and they're trying to, but you still end up having Batman. I love the idea where at this point, all hell is breaking loose. Now, I realize that Wonder Woman and Spectre, Ghost Wonder Woman and Ghost, they can't do anything, but... Huh. Shit's just getting good, right? Shit's really getting crazy here, and they're like, "Yeah, let's go to Themyscira." <laughs> like, really? You're gonna turn the channel right there? And she goes, and I do like this because, again, it points out a couple things. Number one, everybody thinks Diana died. She sacrificed herself yeah. for the greater good and all that. So She's with that good, going good forward, ghost. she is a good, good ghost, and they don't. They, there's nobody there saying, "Well, you know, she's probably a set." No, they think she died uh, and not know what and with her mother the same hippolyta and you do have the deal where if wonder woman does go full ascension she will be able to talk to her mother because her mother has connection with zeus and the gods and things like that and kind of like an aside in case people were upset hippolyta she'll go nuts no 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 
when when she ascends, she'll be able to talk to her and tell her that she's dead, but not dead fully. Like the whole deal. But the whole thing with this is there's a power vacuum in Themyscira. I mean, I'm telling you, everybody wants Who's to get Who's going to be the next Wonder Woman of Man's World? Which is weird because we're on Themyscira, and didn't we set up before that oh, we, we have did. an ambassadorship <laughs> in the Man's World already from the Amazons of Themyscira? Everything matters except what doesn't matter. I think they <laughs> forgot about that uh, because, yeah, they were kind of going with everybody being Wonder Woman in Man's World, but these these ladies, they want to get the hell up. I really island, right? wish they would have spelled out Nubia being Wonder Woman's sister in this because she just comes off as a random Amazon here who has no connection to Diana or Hippolyta more than that she is another Amazon. She's one of the sisters. And people of don't Themyscira. seem to remember that or know that. So, yeah. And now with that, you get a little bit of a hint when Wonder Woman just says, well, everyone knows Nubia will take my place. Yeah. And then the thing is, though, now they're all, everybody wants to get off the island. They want to get the man's world right now, Eric. And so they're they beating, want to be a sailor on ship leave. They are beating the crap out of each other. They get a man. <laughs> so they're doing all these things. And it's like, OK. And I, I imagine Apollo like, wait, wait. You know, Man's World, they call it that, but it's just kind of a date. It's a, no, no, I'm getting there. Like, man. And so, okay, well, I got to really set up some real heavy shit to see if they really want to go. And she's just like, oh, well, if you want to be Wonder Woman's replacement, you have to look, you at, gotta the look at the face of Medusa. Medusa. And they're like, yeah, I'm out. I love the Only idea. Only the real Wonder Woman will have the power to overlook this whole thing and not turn to stone. <laughs> We're out. Yeah. And the best is Wonder Woman's like, what the fuck? I can't do that. Like, she's freaking out, and that that's the best, though. It doesn't take more than that. It's, oh, oh, you gotta, she okay. used that wisdom of Solomon, did she? At one point, there's like 700 people lined up, and everybody steps back, and it's just Nubia in front. Oh, well, whatever. And Nubia, again, I like this play because when we do end up in Future State, that Nubia story, which, again, seems like we were the only ones who liked it. I really liked it. Was the idea... That she wasn't really, like almost like she was bored, and they, and this almost seems like at this point she just wants to get off the Themyscira. It's not only that because it does seem in the idea where we leave off here, where she does want to look into the eyes of Medusa. Everybody else takes off, but instead there is a crown because the thing is, oh, that's no one's going to be Wonder Woman beyond Hippolyta. <laughs> Hippolyta is going to go and take over for her daughter in Manswell, and Nubia is going to be the queen of Themyscira and oversee all of her sisters. And I don't know if she just doesn't do a great job. Her sisters kind of get pissed, and she leaves Themyscira for what we see in Future State. Yeah, I guess. And or Wonder Woman came back. And the the thing is, they were all begging to get off that island. And then you end up having the dupe at the end. It's the dupe of the dupe. There's no Medusa. You don't get to leave. Now you, you have more responsibility yeah. and don't get now, anything you want. Now you got to get up early and do paperwork. I mean, this <laughs> sucks. This is the worst thing that could happen. That's why Nubia gets the hell out. The, the minute that she's able to stop this nonsense, she gets out. Hippolyta again. And I ended up talking about yeah. Just imagine this, because this sets up Apollo to go to the Justice League book, right? Yeah. So there's Brian Michael Bendis, who has to make up the craziest ass team. And now Becky Clune and Michael Conrad, who end up doing this, though I didn't say, but they are the Wonder Woman writers. They have to go and do a Wonder Woman story that actually gets Apollo off the island because of something that Brian Michael Bendis seemingly threw out of a hat. But you end up where she does mention yeah, like everybody has to get a hold of that Yara floor. Like I heard about this one. I gotta we got you know, this check it Yara out. Yara floor. This one of Brazil who just right now lives in Idaho. You gotta we gotta find out about her, and I guess I'm gonna do it. Yeah, and she's gonna go do that. So that segues into the Yara floor story here, where it is George Jones auntie. writing. Does, 
Oh, and, sorry, and, go ahead. and art. But yeah, yeah. You say her auntie doesn't her, want her going. Her right? auntie does not want her to go back to Brazil because it seems that the, her family left Brazil because of how terrible it was there for him or just trying to keep Yara away from her past and what it might mean to her. So they left. And now she has, you know, Uncle Roger and Auntie. Uh, I wish I had their names in front of me right now. I, I can't get to it. Uh, but I'm looking right now and I can't. She's see. going back to Brazil and her deaf auntie doesn't even want to say goodbye, really. No. She's so pissed off that Yara's sure. going against her wishes and going back there. Now, do you think that what we're going to end up finding out maybe that she's Uncle supposed Brian to keep and her? Uncle Brian Renata. Okay. Uh, do you think that maybe she's supposed to keep her away from Brazil? Like that's her job that somebody has set that up maybe and that's why she's mad? Well, or I whatnot. don't know what's going on with that because we do have somebody, two women here said we have located the target and the idea that's Yara 4 and I don't know if these are Banna Migdal, They look Amazons, like Banna Migdal. I, I thought right away that it has to be Banna Migdal that they're upset or maybe or they just want to find out about it. we have a Brazilian sect? Maybe. Maybe that's it. But it is definitely somebody who is at least interested, whether they're trying to figure her out or they're fully after her. Uh, but, yeah, they're like, we, we have located the target. and But, again, everybody seems to want to get a, a, a grab on her. You have Wonder Woman. I don't even know who she is. What? You told us you sold the future. <laughs> I mean, now, attention. What and, and with that, going back to what, you know, she was told that the only things that will survive are the things that pretty much will make money. She's the biggest one. So Wonder Woman, you better get in tune with that. And again, a lot of these stories, not a ton going on, um, but it ends up being an okay and say, okay, well, she made it through. We're going to have the story. If people didn't know that she has a book and things coming up, it's a a nice little deal. The next story is a Alan Scott story, a Green Lantern Alan Scott story story. written by James Tynan IV and art and colors by Stephen Byrne. And it's also a return jade obsidian i mean there's there's a bunch of things going on the here. children of alan scott greenliner yeah. jaded obsidian and again i think that what happens here is the you know people Jenny are confused Lynn and todd rice yeah, people are confused about the whole idea because yes the alan scott that was gay was an earth two alan scott multiverse deal uh, the thing the though is yeah. Earth Two with the younger characters, so not the original JSA characters of yeah. Earth Two. Yeah, and he was gay, but now this looks like an opening of the timeline. Maybe that everybody, like you said, remembers everything. It's not that they may necessarily have lived through it, but they remember these. It's it's very up in the air. It's weird because I still feel like that Alan Scott was a different character completely, and is still existing out there in the multiverse. The problem this is, is the like multiverse we're was doing. The multiverse was completely ripped apart. And they're rebuilding it now, just like we saw with the, you know, Earth 3. And the thing that makes me wonder if you're going to end up having those characters in this Earth, you know, the the classic deal, do we actually need them in the Earth 2? And it did get wiped out. The, The multiverse was destroyed, and it's now being brought back. And at the end, the hands did say in Death Metal, it's not going to come back the same. Things are going to be changed. we got to work this out and see. It's just... If it's a coincidence that they just think, oh, we're going to have them come out like this, that, that would be a hell of a coincidence. And, and it's a weird thing because it's okay to have Alan Scott come out as gay as an old man because you hear, you used to hear about this all the time, especially from older people that had to keep it secret for how the stigmatized it was back in, you know, the 40s and 50s and stuff like that. For them to come out later in life when it was more accepted and they really, you know, just the idea that they were tired of hiding who they were finally in their older years. That's a nice moment. But with this, I would have liked it to mean more to the JSA as a whole instead of just saying, Ellen Scott, I'm coming out right now. Thank you, Todd and Jenny Lynn, well, for being here with thing. me. That's why I actually put that story about the Infinite Frontier, because basically that is seemingly set for Alan Scott to say, where are the rest of them? I want to tell them. I want to go and yeah. talk to them. 
they're not around. They because the only thing you have here is the Justice Society disbands from the Daily Star back when you know, they originally were disbanded when there was no more mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I, I and even a picture of Infinity Inc. and stuff like that yeah, in the original formation yeah, of JSA. Cool but th- this that. is all you have here is like the the greatest hits of the JSA throughout the decades and stuff like that. But none of the JSA except for Alan Scott and his kids. Yeah, and so you do get, but again, you got to remember one of the things when Alan Scott ended up being pushed to the Earth Earth Two book and he came out as gay and things like that. You weren't upset any any bit about him being gay. That that no. doesn't matter. But you were upset because. They also decided that Jade upset that they weren't involved and they weren't going to be around because just he was at a different deal. And so we do well, get the kids back. Well, he was young and back. gay. I'm like, yeah. well, you're not giving the kids that, obviously. And I love Jade. And you love Jade. And that was the big thing. I always end up saying Jade, but Obsidian as well. But Jade, you love. And you were all upset because it ended up meaning. a huge crush on Jade in the 90s. It was it, weird. Yeah, it ended up <laughs> meaning that she wasn't going to be around. And she hasn't. So having this is nice. You get back the kids. And again. Is this the complete version? What not? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know what well, he exactly got them remembers. Back for like one good panel at the end of Doomsday Clock, knowing that these things were back in continuity, and now the multiverse is being remade. So we know again they're going to continue on but with Eric, this continuity. That was why? the metaverse. Then he called it everything's but all still over. Is but the I metaverse. Know. Actually, no. The thing is, it's no longer the metaverse it's because, the as they say, it's like the Earth Zero is no longer the metaverse or the thing that affects the rest of the multiverse. So there's the a center, lot of wacky stuff going on. But again, I think that when we get the Symphony Frontier book. And, and people were, oh, man, Alan Scott. And people seem to be mad. Oh, he ended up duping ladies and things. To me, this was a timeline opening up and somebody just suddenly remembering everything, which then hypertime kind of fixes. I know I'm going, but with him looking out and going to the other seemingly JSA members, I think that we might find out what exactly. Like that, to me, might be the ticket to find out about this timeline, to see when he goes and talks to the other JSA members and he finds them, who they are, what they are. What so it's such a weird are. idea because we have had like you know Jay Garrick show up in the Flash book and stuff like that, and different members do different. I'm sure things maybe he'll find him points. right away. I think Jay's there because they even say in the Flash deal, we're well, he go better go and find Jay. He better go find Jay and you know Ted Grant right away. Wildcat. I mean, right in that Flash story, they end up leaving to go to a barbecue at Jay Garrick, so he's definitely there. And he could be found and whatnot. And he's, that guy's always just, having barbecues. You know, Al just going around. He didn't check out Keystone City. <laughs> so, he doesn't want to find anybody. He just wants to go on a road no, trip. Yeah, he's like going the opposite way. As soon uh, as he finds somebody, vacation's over. But he's also put in charge with the totality and things like that. Yes. So he has a purpose, which I do like too. The totality not, being the combined space forces station, of the nonsense. space station with the combined forces of villains and heroes to maintain or observe what's going on with the new multi. Yeah, yeah, or Omniverse. So, and that would lead well into him looking for, like, uh, on the sly, he's just looking for his buddies. He's like, yeah, we're going to figure this out. I'm going to find Ted Grant. He's going there, typing in the coordinates there and whatnot. And so I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I, I saw a lot of people getting upset, and they're already yelling about timelines, and this isn't well, that guy. give me more JSA stuff. That's all I'm no, asking and for. And what I'm saying, this Infinite Frontier Zero is just giving you the start of things. And, yeah, we want more answers right away as well. But the idea of that's not my – well, you don't know what anybody's is now. we got to see. And I think that that is only here to show you now to continue in the Infinite Frontier series, the summer blockbuster Eric's waiting for. But also to show you that some things are combined, some things are changed and whatnot. But we go up to the Teen Titans Academy story written by Tim Sheridan, art by Rafa Sandoval and Jordi Tarragona, colors by Alejandro Sanchez. 
and you really don't get much here. This at does all. nothing for me now, at all. We have the characters that we saw on the Teen Titans Future State, the younger kids, the new Teen Titans Academy members going to Titans Tower for the first time. And one of these kids who we don't get to see, he buys a red X mask from yeah. a vendor before he gets on the ferry to get to Titans Island. And then you see Gorilla Greg and the Brat Girls. <laughs> I see them all. They're and there. Bolt. Yeah, and Bolt, and they're going off. I do think that what this has, though, at the very end there, you do see the Titans Tower in its classic deal, and you're like, okay, that's a complete deal. That's that's Titans a Academy. And We're it doing looks really boys. cool. Looks cool, but you don't get much. I'm anything. telling you, even this whole thing, because I'm trying to, when I read this part, put it together with how Future State works. You know, from what we got from the Teen Titans, because we have with a their kid. Ages. No, no, we just have a kid, though, who buys a red X mask, just a random mask from a vendor outside of the ferry to go to Titan's Tower. And this seems to be the same mask that Dick Grayson earlier on used to, you know, put on to put like mm-hmm. ruse to Deathstroke. But it's become this whole thing. I don't understand how this works in any kind of manner. Well, like, even when we have sense. that big party and that flashback where it's like, hey, it's my birthday, Dick Grayson's birthday. Who left this red S- X mask out for me? Who knows about this? People love that story about when you did this. And, and like, I just don't understand the connections yet. Yeah, my my connection that I I need to understand more of is in this little bit of time, a kid going to Titans Academy seems to end up being somebody that Dick Grayson would trust to the nth degree and really, you know, say by the end he's doing the right thing and stuff. And we'll have to see how that would end up working out the next deal is a superman story written by but Philip we, we, Johnson, we do but- know something though because of this little bit here like not, not this bit but the infinite frontier as a whole because of what happens with roy harper but we know that why they couldn't get a hold of roy harper when they're like you know re-mechanized dial h phone going on here where they couldn't talk to the other side because roy harper wasn't there yeah yeah so we have that and, and whatnot and we'll see what's going on because this still could end up being cloning craziness. And we could both be right there. Superman stories written by Philip Kennedy Johnson, art by Jamal Eigel, and colors by High Five. It's, not, and, it's not about Superman. And it's not about <laughs> Superman. Uh, you end up where Philip Kennedy Johnson spent his whole time in Future State writing his manifesto or his mission statement on why he knows Superman. And now he's going to do it with John. And people. Best part about this, though, I like this idea because if, out of everything that we get, this is the greatest conundrum that we would have in a, like a multiversal yeah, cosmic kind of thing where Spectre looks at the super, the superboy, John Ken. He's all aged up and the idea that he will one day be the Superman. But Spectre says, no, he will not be the Superman. We have an, an anachronism here, an anomaly who was born on one timeline, another world, and like actually conceived on one timeline, one world, born on another. He doesn't exist anywhere. He shouldn't be here. And we have Wonder Woman being the, Piece, the, the the part of hope that she is the conscience to everything saying no no he, he's gonna be a good boy he's doing shit right now that like you know he shouldn't be doing for what you say he's gonna become the monster that he may become look at him he sees this monster he's going back in time to this portal or find this thing before it was lost put it back with his family before it becomes a giant rage-filled beast who just wants to lash out because it was lost in such a he is such a superman he's gonna do a good job specter it's like eh, whatever you know <laughs> let's agree to disagree and move on yeah the thing that gets me here is Spectre's supposed to just be taking her for a stroll. And then I'll look at the eye. Uh, he is growling. No, Diane. Look, like, look. What are you doing? Everybody's got an agenda. <laughs> it does. But also, I didn't like the dialogue. And, and I didn't like the way it was spelled out. I swear to God, it ended up feeling like something like a biblical type story with, see you his strength. 
His strength is irrelevant. He will not get near enough to harm it. <laughs> well, see, see you, you this. His speed. The imperial. See you his courage. And I'm like, who's talking like this? I mean, this seems like it's like straight it, it out is, of the wise men going to see baby Jesus. The, the, the worst part about this, though, while I think this is really a cool idea for it's a story a cool because idea. of how strange the character of John Kent is from his birth to where he is now. But the most disappointing part is you have one page, one full page where you can tell the entire story of John Kent. Kent and how convoluted it is. You know, conceived on a world born on another, both now gone, lost in space for years with a madman, imprisoned and tormented by a broken version of his own father. He came of age 1,000 years after his birth, and now here he is. I'm like, yep, that's John Kent. You might hear here's a picture of him and Damien. The end. And the thing is, you know, is this pointing towards like this asshole's gonna bottle Metropolis later? I and mean, that's really. the thing is, the idea or of coming on a future state, and what is this whole thing? Because we saw 10 years from now about give or take nine ten years the idea is he is superman of metropolis and the worst thing he seems to have done besides for not be really into like you know who he is and really have a lot of uh uh confidence this motherfucker bottles metropolis is that what you're talking about specter like because besides that he, he's not that bad or they're really pointing out the thing that we've been wondering about did that really fuck him up when you oh had my god it's go so out now and if you, you have- do that Ultraman, and it's almost like he's pointing out, in my mind, if I'm looking at it through that lens, I'm thinking that he's saying, this kid got aged in a fucked up way, and he is going to go, ble- he is a ticking time bomb, and I'm telling and you. he should be. And the idea where Wonder Woman's like, no, 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 he's good. Maybe Future State is actually in the weird way, that's the good one. Like, if this gets averted and Future State doesn't happen, maybe we see the awfulness that Look, he could from become. everything that Bendis did to put John in the Legion of Superheroes, we should have a guy who has the mind of a child, yeah. PTSD to the nth degree, just emotionally broken, and may or may not be a sleeper agent who's been reprogrammed by the crime to get mostly Ultraman. You're right. Superboy Omega. It's what I'm going to call him, Eric, because he's going to get You're captured. You're not going to call him stupid like Luther L? No, it's because he's going to end up being stupid imprisoned <laughs> on that Omega planet, and then he's going to break out like Superboy Prime, but there's no Prime, so now he's just Superboy Omega, Eric, or Superboy Alpha. I don't know. But I, I like to think that what this is Ultra pointing Boy. out, what, what this is pointing out, that what this is pointing out maybe is that idea that the combo, all this, but him being out of time, he doesn't get that reset. He doesn't get that, you know, best deal or complete deal because he can't. He's out of. They and- totally should have just gone with this whole thing. The multiverse is remade and John is a little boy again. There's no reason they shouldn't have done that. Yep, it's true. <laughs> it's really true. But without doing that, really pointing out in that swirl, yeah, there's some good times. A lot of fucked up times. I mean, I'm not saying bad times. The one panel on that page that just gives you the life. Him getting a kiss by Kathy and him being all excited about it. I'm like, I want him to hang out with Kathy more. And then him punching Superman right in the face. But you end up also, (laughs) the idea, I just want to point out, lost in space for years with a madman. I just want to point out that we never saw much madness. In and that's that the thing, is they called him a madman and stuff like that. I don't even think he was lost in space for all that years. He <laughs> fell in a black hole and went to Crime Syndicate yeah. World. Remember, that was the whole deal where we kept waiting for this madman deal. Yeah, he wasn't the nicest guy, uh, but we never got that. Things seemed to get convoluted with it, but 
boy, Ultraman was, though, was there. Because he just did some messed up stuff in the galaxy, but he, he seemed like he was okay to John. Like, he might have got a little huffy puffy and overdramatic, like, you don't want to be around me. I'll take you home then, you fucking insane guy. Yeah, you. yeah. I want to go home, Grandpa. What? You want to go home? You okay. You little piece of I'll shit. I'll take you home. I'm going to go crazy. It's almost like when, when you're an older <laughs> fellow like me and you, and we find out that, you know, you end up having a director gets you know canceled or whatever because he said oh everybody let's do another take and the whoa whoa Where did whoa you get what off? are you doing here that happens a lot in the tv it seems of uh, the deal hey guys it's time to work now i'm now, calling my lawyer oh my god <laughs> hr you, you speed dial but yeah it, it's one of those things though that ultraman really messed him up and and him <laughs> aging and just the idea Coming to age 1,000 years after his birth, bullshit. He came into age in an active volcano with a guy screaming at him, eating just hunks of cow. That's what happened. And not knowing what was going on. Oh, my goodness. But that that's what intriguing to me. It's intriguing to me that maybe we are going to see the idea. Hopefully. Diana says, no, no, no. You he, just have all okay. this stuff to play with that you're just going to leave on the table. and Not even leave on the table. You're going to push it off the table and sweep it under the rug because you don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then again. Philip Kennedy Johnson, no Superman. <laughs> just don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, She's Adam. People seem to just let this stuff go and just, oh, it's the best ever. I just, I need to see something with Superman before the actual book, maybe. But you then go to a Green Arrow Black Canary story that if anybody's going to say, oh, this is just Rebirth Part 2. I mean, this really does point it out. And the idea that even people were saying, because it's written by Joshua Williamson and art by Alex Maleev, colors by Jordi Belair. And this is, again, setting up parts of the Justice League, because you're going to have Ollie and Dinah in the Justice League. Maybe stuff with that Checkmate book, if that ever comes out. And with the Alex Maleev art, that's what I think is going. I'm still waiting to find out what happened with, you know, Dinah going back and working for her old agency. Maybe it was, you know, Team 7 or whatever it was. And Ollie having a box that would destroy the Justice League and leaving it in the woods. Maybe there was something inside. Maybe there wasn't. We don't know. But the idea here, just have Ollie and Dinah loving each other's bodies and talking about the idea of lost memories. And Mr. Terrific says, bits and pieces will come back to us. Just might take some time. I like that they're looking into it, though. I mean, at least you kind of get that in the book. So I like that. But yeah, are they looking into it? I feel like Mr. Terrific just left him a voicemail. Well, maybe he's looking into it. They're looking into busy time. I mean, this ever time, it's like, what? They said that we have relationships before. All right, raw dog tonight, baby. It's all with this. And with that, people have pointed when out. we were married? People have pointed out. That shit didn't go very well. I mean, they have a lot of problems. You know what I mean? So this idea of remembering the love. And they remembering like what does matter because they had some shit go wrong. And so but this is I don't know. It almost seems like a joke or at least they're trying to mimic the deal of, hey, you like that rebirth? Well, this is going to continue even after all these damn years where we got off track. I don't know. because The best part about this beyond the idea that Roy is alive and going to go and do, you know, Roy Harper things. We don't know what that means, but it's uh. It's it's Ollie getting a call that ends up you know hanging up on huh looks like he came from one of, an old Q phone just throwing the Q phone out there just maybe smile I know new fifty two deal now is it that it's an unknown call because it's a Q phone and he he erased the number that used to be in there for Roy because to me I don't know why it feels weird that it's an unknown call from a phone owned by Roy uh, but he ends up and you know and Roy hangs up anyway and then it's busy time 
And well, then, he was updating his contacts. Yeah. You don't keep dead people well, in your contacts. Well, really? <laughs> That's the thing. That's when you actually finally give up. That's the last stage of grief. No more contact. All right. Unfriend him on you Facebook. Go to Roy and a lot of people were like up and up. Oh, my. They didn't even tell us how he came back. This is bullshit. We didn't get. Now, I do want, no, I do want to point out one thing, though. He's alive. I want to, I want to let everybody know as well. Batman came back as well. He he was dead, and a lot of yeah. these characters were. Superman so, was an anti-life yes, monster, and e- exactly why Diana took the chance of doing all this because when Batman said, "I'm dead," Superman's like, "I'm anti-life. I ain't coming back from this." She ended up, well, fuck it. I'll just try what I'm gonna do because if you do come back, hopefully you'll be better. Things like that. But with that, like I said, people they don't even say why didn't we find out? Whatever. No, no, no. That's that's what this is about. That's that's all of what this the multiverse is, about. is remade. They even said at the end, some people may be alive who were dead yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. So with that, Roy Harper, you don't know what he remembers, what he's doing, what not. But he does seem to maybe want to leave behind the arsenal, well, the Red thing. Arrow stuff, and get on and do something different. Maybe Look, the thing is, I don't know what they're trying to play off here because he just he decides he's not going to call Ali. It's too soon. He's not going to call Jason or Don or anybody else about this he whole thing. He doesn't mention Wally, his- by the way. He just yeah, says, of course he doesn't Dick mention Donner Wally. Or Jason, he's like or. Uh, Jason, but he, he he throws his trucker hat into the garbage, tra- talking about the idea. This is a symbol, like a symbol leaves, for him being. He a, also leaves the arrows and the bow behind too. So that's yes, you know, and he more puts the that, arrows yeah. and the bow behind. But if you go to the big Infinite Frontier spread page at the end, you see him right there as Arsenal or Red Arrow, as we saw him in the Titans. Yeah, book, I, I think without that, that might hat. just be the the. I don't know what you know what's going to be going on with that, but what he's going to go forward and what he wants to do and who he wants to tell and how. But the big thing about this is, is again, like an Alan Scott, but a little more with this. What does he remember? What does he think he went through? And is this somebody because he was dead? You know, I don't know if you heard this, Eric. Wally killed him. Wally West, you know, the the Flash. He killed him, Eric. And heroes like, where did he go? This might end up being one of those Buffy. I always bring up that Buffy situation where he was in heaven. He might not have wanted to come back. He he might be upset. Like maybe he was in heaven. Maybe he was in hell. He he you know he wasn't exactly a saint all his life. But maybe he ends up he where you hero, even Jim. say How about his daughter and stuff. Maybe he was with her, and maybe she yeah. didn't come back. You know what I mean? Maybe, and that might be something that he he doesn't seem necessarily upset. He just seems to be worried about how it would sound. Hey, I came back from the dead. Literally, your mentor at a point came back as a construct. I mean, there's a lot of people in this world that have come back from being dead, right? You know what I'm saying, though? This isn't that out of the ordinary to call somebody, I came back from the dead. Especially, yes, and the thing is, though, does he want to go back to what he was doing before and be a part of that crazy world that that's you know, what ended I think destroying it's more not only his life but his daughter's life as well? Or does he want to maintain his death and just go on being oh, like you know Roy Harper and just do what he wants to do outside of this his original calling? And and you can tell that he is somewhere like in the distant past because he thinks people still hitchhike. I mean, when is that? nobody's picking him up. I mean, he is a good-looking dude, middle of but a desert. still. It's bad luck not to pick somebody I'm up in the middle you, of a desert. In the middle of the desert, he's going to get like one car every seven days, and they're going to stop. As he gets there, they're going to spin out and shoot rocks and shit He is just a hitchhiker now from, from the beginning of a Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. Do not pick this dude no, up. Don't he's got a, any hitchhiker with a big double bag, I'm out. I'm not he's picking him up. He's at a rundown up. gas station and there's a freaking <laughs> hitchhiker you know here. Weird? Don't, this has to be Texas. It's Alex, like, doesn't that gas station look a little like that deal from Leviathan when you ended up yes. having Amanda Waller? It looks just like that gas station. It's weird. Maybe that's his gas station that he likes. But then 
with that, though, it's intriguing. I want to see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, Roy's back. It's, I'm happy as hell. I was so upset when Roy died and the idea that why would they bring him back and they just killed him off like that. He is back. And like it's not like for a big reason or anything that we know going forward, but I'm just happy that he's back because I enjoy Roy Harper. Yeah. The next one, Stargirl, written by Jeff Johns, art by Todd Nyak, and colors by Hi-Fi. There is going to be the uh, Stargirl and the Seven Soldiers of Victory spring break special coming up. This seems to set that up. It's a weird deal to have a story that just sits in. Well, it is, and I think it is. And what I think they're doing is they just wanted to get Jeff Johns involved, and he figured, well. I'll just give him an intro to Stargirl because it really I know feels all this. like the last thing Jeff Johns would have done was give a redemption to Superboy Prime and then peace out after that because this just feels like yeah he wants to do Stargirl it's one of his you know favorite characters based on his sister and bringing back her and the Seven Soldiers of Victory if you're going to do that as a book like where we are right now in the Infinite Frontier with the idea of like you have a Crime Syndicate book you might have a JSA book coming out you got a regular Green Lantern and Teen Titans book coming out and a Seven Soldiers of Victory book I'm like this is a landscape that I could get behind that I really want to read more. And here's the thing. I like this story for what it is, but it feels tacked on and it doesn't do much more than just if you don't know the character, which she's big right now, you know, as big as she could be. And then you're just going to, okay, the few people, let's throw this in there. It's just up. funny because we're, we're going to have Stripes and Stargirl all throughout the story. Talk, and the idea that, you know, they get a call from Vigilante, like, you know, we got to get the soldiers back together. So I'm just sitting here wondering, like, is everybody going to know Shining Knight? Because this is a different Shining Knight than we've had recently in the New 52 and going forward with that. But, you know, Crimson Adventure, uh, Avenger and a sidekick wing, you know, the original Green Arrow yeah, and I'm Speedy. Saying, yeah. Is Roy going to be involved? Like all this stuff. But even with that, yeah, it's just kind of a tacked on deal. But it's nice. And again, I think that what Jeff Johns is doing, like you said, he got a little redemption there for Superboy Prime that he always wanted to do. I think that he's just doing like vanity projects now. He tried to do Shazam, couldn't keep up. So I'm going to do a special coming up with Stargirl. Hey, we need you to get involved. Everybody's involved. This is time. This is like a big thing with this Infinite Frontier, kind of like the ending of Doomsday Clock. Can you come in and do it? I'll just write a Stargirl intro and go. It feels so weird having this because it is essentially like the continuation of what we have with the TV show and stuff like that because we've had Stargirl around. She was part of the Just League United and did different things throughout the New 52 and it was a part of a team. And now we're in Blue Valley just doing normal Stargirl stuff. Stripes here, her uh, stepdad, Pat Dugan, is helping her out as a psychic and also making sure she doesn't get in trouble with her her principal when she shows up to school late because of her superhero. It just feels like a weird, hey, everybody, remember Stargirl in case you didn't watch a TV show and if you did and eh, not much here except for seven soldiers of victory and then by the way the best version is the TV show I think he's like I just want to get it like that well that's the thing is if you go back and watch the Stargirl TV show it's essentially this I'm not I'm, I'm sorry the Stargirl like original series from this came out it's essentially the same thing and it doesn't even feel like she's been doing the Stargirl thing very no, long here it doesn't. and she should yeah yeah I agree it's nice enough though it, it put us yeah. the art is cutesy I, I thought that it was a neat little thing and, and legitimately while we'll be talking about it anyway, we don't necessarily always talk about those specials, but I think we would talk about a Stargirl and the Seven yeah, Soldiers deal. Uh, but it kind of got me a little hyped more for it. Like, okay, I could do it. Not hyped, well, but like, yeah, I'll deal with it. Just the of books that are coming out, I got excited because, like, we're in new for, like, you know, yes, we're going to get a shit ton of Batman books because obviously that always happens. But you're getting new books you don't normally get out of DC Comics, and that's an exciting prospect to me. Give me everything That's what I'm got. saying that's right now. He knows. Because, yeah, I'm excited about some of these things and going on. Now, the next deal ends up being back to the Batman. 
and you end up just a continuation. Batman going, you end up having Mahoney. It's funny. We're just going back because Wonder Woman's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we still have things to do while Wonder Woman walks around some other place. And so you end up Mahoney. He ends up getting ripped apart. He does save a couple nurses. He's like he's hitting an explosion. Yeah, yeah, his freaking leg gets blown off. His arm his gets blown arm. off. He's on the verge of death. And then you get like little vignettes of what all the characters are up to, including looking like clown hunters back to his old ways, Eric. And what I well, think he's, he's doing now. Assholes walking around a clown here's mask. The deal. Have a clown I don't think you do. What I think he has the clown mask. He kills the people, then puts on the mask and goes, no fuss, no muss. I mean, it was a clown. Also, you end up where me and you are walking down the street and I say something. You're like, you're such a clown. He slices my throat. And I, you get a lot of Nightwing, though, Aaron. Look at him. He is looking at people with a sexy profile. <laughs> That's all you get. Yeah, and you see punchline and stuff. Look at him, and there's the puppy. Uh, in the thing now, with- the, the thing out of all these little vignettes, though, when you have Batman racing to Arkham, you have Gordon doing his thing, Harley doing her thing, Clayface coming out of a sewer for whatever reason, you know, Jason Todd getting to the bottom of some smiley and face bombs. And that is in the Urban drugs. Legends deal. So that, yeah. that, all these tie in but, with something, but if, and I don't know. What Eric, is this woman know. with the white streak, like who looks like the penguin, is related to the penguin? Oh, what is this? You mean the penguin who came back? different i i don't know i don't know no, because the penguin <laughs> is three four panels later yeah that's the penguin's sister eric uh, actually when you do pull out there you see that she, she's pissed off because that is the penguin's old oh, wife the it's Oswald. the old wife who's mad that he started fucking penguins is what's going on here i actually think that it might be like a sister that's come back to take over the family business she looks like she's going through contracts eric and then also i thought well, we don't have anything with Tim Drake in this whole thing, so I feel like it might have something Maybe. to do with Tim Drake That'd because be cool. we have everybody else getting mentioned here. It even just looks like, you know, Damian Wayne seeing people doing no good stuff on a catwalk somewhere. Like, I have to assume that's Damian Wayne for that one thing before we get to punchline, but it's such a weird set of panels just going through the Bat family and what's going on in Gotham, and you're not really spelling out everything. Actually, I'm thinking that that's maybe the outsiders or the Batgirls there. That might be Cassandra, possibly there. I don't know. Uh, but. She, uh, whoever it is, is ending up like Metal Gear Solid Whamp! with the exclamation points. You know points. what? The way, with the exclamation points, that probably is Cassandra yeah, Cain just because Cassandra. of the new talking thing. And then uh, Steph over there and maybe even Duke uh, in between them. Possibly. I don't know. But you end up, yeah, that some of these like this this weird woman penguin deal or whatever. I actually was like, what happened to Harley? She got old, but she's up there. But uh, with that. A lot of these seem to be leading into these mini series and stuff or anthologies, the little, you know, books in there. So we'll probably figure that out by the next couple of weeks. But yeah, Mahoney, he's in bad shape. He ends up being yeah, left yeah, up. Batman's there and he's comforting him, you know, real gentle, like, like, oh, you're going to be safe. You did a great job, Mahoney. You did it. And then all of a sudden the police you show up. Do you do Michael Winslow noises, Mahoney? <laughs> yeah, like, Will that make you feel better? <laughs> Here's a machine gun. <laughs> Here, that's video. Do you want games. me to make arcade sounds for you? Arcade sounds. And then you're gonna be okay, Mahoney. He's like, I'm gonna make the sound of me closing my eyes and not you, listening to do you, you. Do you want me to get these other cadets to go to the Blue Oyster Club? Should Is that we what do you want, that the Blue Oyster Club. We're gonna end up di- getting the captain. He's gonna be confused. You end up though where he's caressing him, <laughs> Mahoney, and then all of a sudden the police show up. Batman, put your hands up. Mahoney disappears. Like Batman forgets about him. He's like, yeah, he's dead. I, but then he says there's 17 more survivors. The police in are there now. They yeah. don't have to worry about it. We got more people in Arkham that Batman could take care yeah, of. Yeah, a lot of people with their exclamation points there, even in this too, because Batman has it all. But he says, I'm going in to save these people. 
There's 17 left. The police seem very concerned that there's only 17 left. He's going to go in. And then we go off to an intriguing Saint Industries. Saint Industries, where it was funny because I think that this was the one we were waiting for to be taken down, but it wouldn't be taken down because it's Saint Industries. Remember when we kept waiting for that next corporation to be brought down? I think it's because he was the one taking everybody down, so his wouldn't get down. But he's there, and me and you both think that he's skewing the stats here. Oh, that. yeah. He wants to put through Simon Saint, the, the guy who runs Saint Industries. He wants to put forth his magistrate initiative through many cities, you know, take over as a police force for cities that need it. And Gotham, where he was born, needs it more than anybody. So he is pushing the idea of starting this, you know, magistrate initiative there first and maybe branching out after that. It's a success to get rid of the mass and get rid of the baddies and stuff like that. And no matter what happens in Gotham, it seems like he's going to make sure that the magistrate initiative goes through. Oh, yeah. And I think that he is way in in charge of this second Joker attack. I think we're going to find out. Well, not only that, that you have the scarecrow yeah. right there working for him. You know, the idea that he's going to put the fear in everybody. So it might even be scarecrow who started the, you know, code green, the a day to make it look like Joker because who's like scares people more than the Joker in Gotham. Yeah, really. And it's just, it's so over the top that everybody who hears about this, even as we go to the Batman book as well with what Joker he, he never attacks this quick. Ooh, he's doing it this time. And so it, it seems like they're trying to like, okay, the Joker war should have been the thing that did this, but they're still not going fully with it. So let's have another one. Let's have an A day. Let's do this. And even with the gang that we'll see in Batman, it seems like they're connected to him as well. But you end up getting Scarecrow, who I, you know, I, I didn't mind. I hate the look of the Scarecrow. He he looks crazy. I hate it so much. He looks sexy. And look at him with that, that is, hair. Is that what you consider sexy? Damn right. Look at him. He He's going to scratch that itch that I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something because he looks like he'd make you itchy, possibly hepatitis-y and gonorrhea like man. Yeah, he's, he's just, just, but to make you scared, I mean, it would do that, right? You get that. But we go off now to a Green Lantern story. I'm already scared of a dude in a burlap sack mask. I don't need all this. That's true. How about a burlap sack mask and pretty much a hood? And you ever Do you ever have one of those like burlap uh, hoodie type things back in the 90s, 2000s that were big? Those like real heavy woven things. Oh, were they burlap? Yeah, though well, they were kind of burlap. They felt like I, a, I know they were scratchy yeah, and I hated yeah, them. And I saw the dirty hippie swag it had that made play much, sack. That's exactly where I saw them. I'm like that. Anytime I think of those, I think a hacky sack. That's all I think I of. I just sit there and I'm like, guys, we can wear more comfortable things if we want to toss the beer really? in the sack I'm around. I'm like, listen, you're going to toss the beer in the sack. You can also mix in a shower. Hippies! That's what I yell there. And they're like, dude, I'm like, we don't have to be scratchy uncomfortable. And they're like, young man, why are you yelling over our rusted root? I'm like, you shut your mouth, (laughs) assholes, get out of here. I'll go, this is my quad, jerks. That's what I said there. Could we have had in the 90s, late 90s, a new take, Revenge of the Hippies? We could have had on the take of the nerds. It kind of became the hippies then. Uh, no, so it was just like the grunge ska people. Yeah. Then at, at like the beginning of the nineties, I'm like, why don't you just go and have like another Woodstock? And they, they listened, Eric. They and had we it. They went and had <laughs> we did, it. Yeah. Oh my god, it was <laughs> it was muddy, Eric. That Woodstock. But yeah, we go off to this Green Lantern story, you know, written by our man Jeffrey Thorne, art by Dexter Soy, colors by Alex Sinclair. Jeffrey Thorne's going to be writing in Dexter Soy this Green Lantern steel. They're going to have the Green Lantern book. It will come out in April. It's the one that's going to We just know from this with Jon Stewart and Simon Baz taking a ship to bring Kelly Quintella to the planet Oa to find out what's going on with her gauntlet and stuff like that. As we saw in the Green Lantern Future State story in the backup with Kelly Quintella, 
that might take place a day after what we have here. So that future state and lights out might be happening tomorrow for our Green Lantern crew. But going into Jeffrey Thorne's story, it seems like Guy Gardner, uh, Kyle, and Hal, they're off doing their own things. So all we have going forward is John Stewart, Simon Baz, and Kelly Quintella. Yeah. Yeah. And they're kind of, you know, Simon's bitching about things. I, Kelly's learning go some, Kelly's learning some VR lesson stuff. I'm going to say, if I'm an editor here, the art's great. I like Dexter's yeah, story. I love it. You gotta have that page with the Oa as a spread page. You have that both page. The idea of the vastness of coming out into that space with what Oa are all these should be doing huge. Going to Oa? Mm, you know, they're having a jamboree. I don't know, Eric. They're there, but I needed it bigger. I need that deserves a full page spread to get the vastness and the epicness of that. You got you got to see this. You only get it once. I'm like, oh my god, I'm only getting it once too. Really? And when we get there, are they going to be those weird like you know guardians from you know Far Sector and Grant Morrison's the yeah, Green Lantern? Well, the thing is, it seems as if we get it's off doing quintel uh, quintessence right. stuff, so he doesn't have to look yeah, stupid. Yeah, he doesn't have to look ridiculous. But with that, it does seem like what they're going to do is push really into the United Planets with the guardians that. You know, I will tell you, the stuff. thing is, I say there's not much here, but when they did talk about the idea, where do the Guardians of the Universe stand now? The, uni- the Federation of United Planets are around and policing themselves. Where, where does the, the old guard stand? I'm like, I do like that I idea. I like that like, idea. Where, what do we I, do with Green Lantern? I don't want to base a whole book on it. And, and from everything I've seen, you're going to get a lot of that. I just kind of want to see, because of the lack of a Green Lantern book for so long, I, I end up, well, what we would read. You are obsolete. What we would read, right? I, I would like to see... Something in that. I think I have to go back and read that stupid green, the Green Lantern book, and I don't want to. I think it ends next week, Eric. If you do that, we it can does. talk about the finale. We could. <laughs> if you do it, you tell it. me. We can do it. I haven't it. read anything from we season, season it, one. Eric. I know that Alex M says it's the best one. He wants us to do it. But yeah, I didn't get much of this Green Lantern, and I haven't got much that has impressed me with Jeffrey Thorne that makes me think that I'm going to enjoy it. Now, with the idea of Philip Kennedy Johnson taking over both super books, you know, we're like, oh man, you don't have an alternative. Having one Green Lantern book, we don't have an alternative. And I wish that with the lack of Green Lantern in the past, and especially if you don't deal with the Grant Morrison stuff, I wish they would have had a separate book so you could have, you know, how, whatever, how. And Guy and Kyle are doing. You could see that as well because well, as we saw, you know, Hal going around looking for people, and, and you don't know how far in the future yeah, that is from what timeline they give you because Hal's off looking for people. For some reason, his ring still works, and he finds, you know, uh, uh, I can't think of Joe Mullen. Joe Mullen, and says that, and Joe Mullen, but that's not going to be here. They're off just doing crap work. They say as they're going to go through here. And they I didn't think, mention Joe in that, but we no. know that like we have Kelly going off to go meet with Joe after she no. gets to uh, Oa here and. Again, this is just stuff that I've seen randomly from Jeffrey Thorne that Kelly's not going to be much in the book and he hates Hal Jordan. So we'll see. But again, a lot of people probably write characters they hate anyway. He didn't even mention him. He didn't even get a mention. So so we'll see how this goes. But I actually, with with the lack of it, I wish we just had a full out core book, even like a Tales of the Green Lantern core, so that we can go and see. All the heroes that we haven't had. That seems like an anthology book, and I don't well, want that. Well, I'm either. saying I wouldn't mind it, though, just because we could get then some guy stories and some Kyle stories. But it just looks like we're going to get, you know, Jeffrey Thorne is centering mostly on John Stewart, which is fine because he hasn't gotten much lately either. But we then He's go He's been up, a part of the Justice League. Yeah, I know. But what did, did we really get a lot of him? He, he, he really an ultraviolet just, yeah, lantern. We have no idea what he's doing. He just stands <laughs> around. But, yeah, we don't have him saying solo book deal. 
Because again, I don't know if DC's like, well, everybody was reading that, you know, Grant Morrison, how Jordan. Didn't book. he like go around in like a, a speed force car and turn the earth into he a white at lantern at some point? point. Yeah. Do something weird like that. Ended up him and, because him and Flash going around and Flash was trying to take that convince people and then you ended up having people I change. I got a tattoo ring. Remember, it was also to get everybody happy and. I'm going back to look at that Green Lantern thing to see if he has a tattoo ring or an actual ring now. Now, uh, the next story is The Flash, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Howard Porter, color by High Five. And I like the story. I actually like it. It's, again, it's just setting up stuff, but it's basically Barry saying to Wally, hey, uh, you're going to be The Flash. I'm going to go off with President Superman. We're checking out this whole multiverse, you know, just League Incarnate. Uh, so we'll end up doing that. Uh, you... You know, you hold down the ship. You're the Flash, and I, I, thought, right I thought it was weird with this at first. Because We're not going to talk about what happened before you being in prison or anything well, like that. You're he, the Flash he now. He does Wally. mention he's had some problems, but with that, you end up in a weird situation. A lot of these books and stories here are getting the creative teams ready to go. Joshua Williamson writes this. He's not going to be writing Flash, so the idea of this is that in my mind, he gets to do a final bit to start that redemption and start that, okay, let's push the nonsense behind. I almost take the idea that he's embarrassed that he allowed Tom King to grab Wally because he set it up for him. And then he's like, I didn't know that was going to happen. So he starts this off to do a final, you know, goodbye, and then it's going to be taken over. Wally, but you take over for me like you did before because I got to go map out the multiverse yeah, and of I President think- Superman. Over here, you got the Elseworld, and over here, you got Earth Omega. That's crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, crazy Good luck, stuff. Wally. And if you need help, I'll be back in a flash. But I like have it. A I like the idea of it. And, and we actually, I don't know if it broke his face, but Barry actually smiles. <laughs> we haven't seen that in a while. Good for you, Joshua Williamson. You finally got there. And so he, they're going to go off and have a picnic. I'm telling you, Jake Eric's done so much money on having these damn cookouts. Uh, I just love the idea, too, where we have Barry Allen going on. The thing is, I, I, it actually kind of bothered me when Wally West is talking about the idea of Barry going to this. He gives all these reasons like, what about all this other stuff? Never once mentions, what about Aunt Iris? Yeah, <laughs> Never once yeah, mentions her. But when they race off the to go do, Where's you know, Jay Garrick is firing up the grill. And th- you don't even talk about, you know, Wally West's yeah. kids or Linda Parker or anything like that. But when they race off, it's just a specter. It appears a torch has been passed. Could this be the cost, Wonder Woman? No, no, it's not, asshole. No, I said there's a great no, threat. No, this is the problem is the Specter is bored shitless. He wants to go. This is just like, like you go out on a trip and they're like, this look. It's a good thing, Specter. I, I got to get to the I, – I have a spiritual trip and I got – you're like, did you get this done? I want to go home now. It's like, is this the cost? Is this the cost? She's probably getting so sick of it. No. It's, what are you – what are you talking about? What cost? The cost of the burgers and, and the hot dogs for the Jake Eric? What are you talking about? Cody? So they go, and then they're going to walk across shattered You're really dimensions. You're out of touch, aren't you, Specter? Yeah, really. He doesn't know what. Wrath of God ain't what it he's used like, to be. He's like, listen. Sh- sh- should I wrath them? <laughs> no, Specter. God. He's like, I don't understand this current money situations. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm the right hand of God. Seriously, I'm bored shitless. Well, you end up where they say. Let's go back to the quintessence. So then the Specter goes, well, why don't we walk across some timeline pictures and, and while things are falling apart or possibly being remade? And see all of those things that have been announced. Oh, my God. Is Deathstroke Incorporated the cost? No. Is the Aquaman family? No. Is the Greenland? No. And then you even get the Superwoman John Cena's Peacemaker? Yeah. No. Is that the cost? There is Shazam. Uh, but also you yeah. get a bunch of things, Swamp Thing, but like all these things pointing out. Hey, is Lobo in Crush? I will tell you, there, there, there is Shazam flying right yeah. next to the Rock of Eternity, so I wonder what that's about. Yeah, we'll have to see. And there's Blue and Gold, 
always just maxing and relaxing, Eric. Look at you them. lazy and assholes. There. Shit's going down, and they're just there. Should we get going? I will no. tell you this. I do like seeing the, the totality and the members of the heroes and the villains coming together for a meeting about what's going on because you have Talia Gul, Lex Luthor, and Vandal Savage on the villain side. And on the hero side, you have Mr. Terrific, Martian Manhunter, and Hawkgirl. I'm like, well, that's a cool collection. Which is weird because I think Hawkgirl is in the Justice League book, so we'll have to see how that goes. Maybe Bendis ended up grabbing her off it. Yeah, I saw her on one of the panels. Okay. But she remember. may just be there for them setting it up and things, but – uh, you end up Thanagarian, right, Eric? Is that is that the thing, Thanagarian there with the Hulk girl? Not that? anymore. Okay, I'll talk. To Actually, you. no, this is Kendra Saunders. No, no. no. Uh, I'll talk to you about that later when when I throw some <sighs> shade off off air, Eric. But you end up where they're just walking through, and Wonder Woman is talking about that deal of you know the multiverse has changed. I see that everybody's remembering things. They're more, they're stronger. They're ready to face the things. Even makes an illusion or a, a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge at Doctor Manhattan. How he fucked with them, but now we're whole again, and then gets inspired to not join the club. Eric, <laughs> it's like now that I did this, that's just this specter. You're telling me that anything is possible now, and then you want me to just stay here with you and <laughs> just watch? You, I'm telling F you, this, you guys, this is almost the idea of starting the tour. Smell you later, starting the tour in the gift shop. You don't do that. Like she's like, yeah, I saw all of this. I got my so it, they end up going, and she's like, ah, I saw some good things. She like, changes costume, goes off, and you know, gives an illusion about the idea of going off and exploring a new realm, like she did when she went to Man's World. And she flies up, talking about this is an infinite frontier, and you see all the heroes flying off, and they're like the idea of them coming together for the infinite frontier. And if you look to the left of where, like, just actually her right, you see Arsenal right there, fucking yeah, quiver full of arrows. He's fine. Yeah, maybe we'll have to see. Everything can change, Eric. I don't know. But you end up with I all saw this. that. I'm like, well, you kind of screwed up that idea yeah. that he's not going to do Again, Arsenal though, stuff in my mind. Sometimes these things end up where then you talk to the artist and they're like, yeah, they just told me to draw a cool thing. So we'll, we'll have to see <laughs> with all this stuff. But the thing is, I'm telling you, Wonder Woman goes off and I'm telling like, what the fuck did you do, Spectre? I mean, what's going on? She, he's like, I kept telling her everything was the cost. The shark wanted to keep going. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. And then that's where they're like, oh, but by the way, like, why did they send her? Because they're like, we, we know what the cost was. We know the dark looming threat. It's actually dark side on the Earth uh, Omega. And also, and is it? well, also, because the idea is like the one point is like, as Wonder Woman said, our new multiverse is full of goodness, but there will always be horror brewing just out of reach. We should have told her that we already trapped the threat she was worried about. If she had joined us, Wonder Woman would have seen there is nothing we cannot control or defeat. Earth Omega, as the Flash called it, will be a, its prison, a place of endings, a place where even gods and then die. And you have Dark Side, and I have to imagine that this is actually going on because whatever they have trapped is the great threat, and it is on Earth Omega, and Dark Side is just another threat that's looming i just thought he was on earth omega because when they get there it's glowing things are coming off and then he has that same deal but also through it i actually thought that the the thing might be that the cost and what's missing is the love erica and actually wonder woman i think that it might have been the idea that they were supposed to get wonder woman on there because that will be like what might be the cost without wonder woman there's well, not as much she hope and stuff because she might have gotten exactly. killed by dark side she here peaced out or she might have saved their ass now she would have been dead at this moment but yeah you but end up having does that big an deal. almighty dark side who has become his all-powerful self the not non-avatar version the thing that can destroy anything the actual god version of himself that's bigger and better than you've ever seen before just go and kill his positive counterpoint high father here 
here. I don't get it. No, he just does it. And I guess maybe the idea that that is maybe the quintessence is still part of the Avatar style and it's not exactly the higher evolution. Well, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. I, I don't know what they're going to say or what they're going to do. Or we may find out that High Father lived. He might not be dead. He might just be there and he might come back or whatnot. But with that, I don't know. Dark Side looks like a gorilla. He ends up at the end. I'm like, really? You couldn't draw Gorilla Grodd to Classic look like a Dark gorilla, side. and then you draw Dark Side like that. John Romita Jr. should stop it. Stop your reign of terror here. And the idea that he's so connected with Bendis too is like it, that's the dark side of the DC universe. Really, when they brought those two over, it has just been just bad and bad, bad on top of bad. John Romita Jr.'s art's terrible. Bad, bad, bad. John, bad, 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 bad. <laughs> Leroy Brown. Baby. You end up, it's just, I don't need that. All right? I don't need that, Eric, because it looks terrible. But overall, I like this. I actually like it's it fun. for what it is. And it gets me excited about I actually like more talking to you about things because of what's going forward and stuff like that. Because reading it, it is just an idea that this is what's good. Like, you know, we saw – if you read all of Future State and you've been on the trolley this long, you kind of saw all of this going on. Even if – even without that, because if you saw things what it, as it was outside of death metal, obviously, and just the normal books, and then went into Future State, a lot of the stuff that we see here, you already saw coming and know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And again, though, there's more – it's like a Transformer, Eric. There is a little more than meets the eye if the you eye? look into it, but it's not giving you the answers, so they may not be exactly what you think, but there are intriguing things that pop up. Like, it's there just are. not like, I'm, while I'm reading, and more people just talking about this, just, you know, everyday Joe's reading it, and it's just, you know, Roy's back, and then it's like, that's it. Damn like, right he is. think about it. Think about what it might mean, and think about what it means, what he's doing, and what could happen, and what that entails. You know, when you end up, again, like I said, Batman's back too. Are you yelling about that? Because they were all dead. And so when you do this, there are some real intriguing things that are set up. With that, even like the Nubia thing and Apollo going off, there's a lot of really cool stuff, and it's setting up some stuff that even if it doesn't have that, while he's like, the Flash now, yeah, it, it doesn't quite have the oomph that Rebirth had. I, it I does say, not. It does not. But the gravitas. It doesn't because that uh, that made me cry, Eric. I'm like, Dude, that oh had my feelings god! In every freaking panel and every single page, and this comes together and just says, "This is here's a guideline of things that we're yeah. dealing with now." And this is like, and they all just kind of like, you know, it's good, and I get excited about what's coming, but it just doesn't have yeah. that emotional it connection. Doesn't have that emotional connection. But remember, they fucked with us after that. So if they did exactly that, <laughs> I wouldn't believe their asses. I would be mad. I'm like, really? You're going to make another promise, you jerk? What are you, I'm Tanya? I'm a battered housewife. I'm going <laughs> to believe everything you on. say. And so when you end up, though, with this I just this want this look, to work, baby. And I think that you spelled it out and actually raised my score with just one little thing that you said, because all I need is my little Eric Shea to be positive. Yeah. And not positive, be hopeful. And look forward. When you said, I'm looking forward to some of these things. Like, oh my God, like the mention of the seven soldiers. Ooh, I'm looking. The idea that you're going to be involved in a special. Like, what are these stupid, like, even me, like the, a spring break special and we can't wait. That is positive to me. And again, yes, it doesn't have the oomph that the rebirth has, but I think that this is a better way of doing it, that we're seeing some things and let's just all, let's ease into the shit and hopefully it doesn't go wrong instead of giving a full out 
here you go, we're going to make everything right, and it's going to be the greatest, and it's going to be this, and then have it fail again, and then you're going to... It's not even just this what we're dealing with, because we get a lot of the status quo of the DC universe going forward, but the idea of this week alone going into the what is Infinite Frontier as a whole, where you have the Crime Syndicate number one, the new Suicide Squad number one, yes, Batman will continue on, but I liked where we were before and wanted to see more of that, and even a new Swamp thing, it's just new things that feel kind of big finally. Yeah, yeah, and so... With all this, and it, it's well served to talk about it at the end of this, I, I'm I'm back on board. I really am. And I'm not even one who was off with Future State. Me, Me yeah. and you went with Future State where it was just we went book to it book. It fizzled out by the yeah, end, but, but whatever. You know what I'm, but I'm saying? Even then, we weren't like, oh, my God, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. We're going to do this. And then. I was just like, yeah, we'll go book no, to I'm book. I'm sitting here. No, and then we get out. This Futures. How are we going to avert yeah. this shit? And then at the end, we, we said, well, we like some things and we didn't. But it just didn't seem like the thing that, you know, was going to get us back on board because we just go back to the books anyway. But this and the other books that we talked about this week, they really have me, you know, positive about things and looking forward to talking about some stuff. And while I do like talking to you, Eric Shea, Sometimes it is a bit of a slog to talk about a book that you, that hasn't changed, that has just been treading water for, for a year, and now we're going to get some new, fresh things that, like you said, they feel big. Now, again, yeah. I'm not giving this a 10. I, I'm, no. I'm going 8.5, and I think I'm that you're not – Yeah, I thought that you would be a little lower than me anyway, but just think if you're thinking there and you have listened, if you're not just jumping on right here. We start off with a book, and me and Eric are eight, five, and eight. I mean, this is a brand new world. Well, just the idea. The reason I might be a little bit lower than you, just for my overall idea that I can't get out of my head, is it starts out saying that things are important that might sell, and also one one they showed me a weird future, but she doesn't know who Yara Flor is. I'm like, you get your shit together if you're going to tell the story and tell us this thing. Come on. It's so weird that she's like, who's that? Like, what future did you see? She's like, "Eh, I was just watching myself. And then they're like, oh, the really? I, I was looking at was the Immortal Wonder yeah. Woman book. I don't know what's and going on over they're here. They're like, oh, really? Like, what happened? You must have done a lot. Nah, I didn't do shit. I just kind of stood around and talked about Superman. But it looked pretty good. Eh, Jim Bartell, like, right? Like a lot of people, she took off for two months from the <laughs> comics. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that, that's the whole deal. She was lying. Oh, I saw. They're like, oh, that. Oh, I saw that. I saw all that. They're like, oh, yeah, what was your favorite part? Everything I liked all it, it all. Which wasn't my favorite. I, oh my goodness, everything was better than the last. Uh, I think I just saw something about a next Batman. That seems cool, <laughs> right, everybody? That seems really cool. Oh my. I heard his name's Tim or something. No, you didn't. I, I loved all the stuff we saw Superman on War World. You didn't read <laughs> shit. <laughs> She's like, no, I saw the alternate take where we actually we actually I saw the stuff you wanted to see. Saw stuff. Oh, oh, really? No, you didn't just see people waxing poetic about it. You didn't about see that. Shiloh Norman and uh, Midnight are doing bullshit. You didn't see the Black Racer. No, I got to see the real straight dope. Get this, Black Racer. She ain't afraid of death. Oh my God, you did read it. Holy crap! But we're gonna move on to the next. Who's the <laughs> And then with the idea, even with that, Spectre's like, "Ooh, that John Kenny's gonna do some real fucked up shit." I didn't see anything that bad, really. That's the cost. <laughs> the cost is getting those people therapy after they were under a bottle. Holy crap! I do like that idea that maybe he'll just go nuts. So, and then maybe what we'll get then is Look, he'll I, end I up being reverted back, says. right? Time travel. The idea that not only just our heroes, but everybody on Earth remembers everything because the knot's been untied and just went through death metal. Everybody on Earth is all messed up from PTSD and will not be right going and forward. 
Now I can finally say that I don't get upset when somebody's like, ooh, that Flashpoint was tough, right? <laughs> Though I still wonder why they put a name to it that just happens to be the name of the book. Like when you're doing it, they'd be like, branding. They, they end up where, Flashpoint, what's that? You remember that time that Barry really fucked up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I call that Barry. I wish you guys would stop calling that. <laughs> I call it Barry's fuck up is what I call it. Can we just call flashpoint? it the time point? No, that's the flashpoint. It's like Gilligan's uh, Island. Yeah, really. That's Gilligan's fault. It's Gilligan's fault. Uh, but, yeah, you end up having that. And I do want to see what and if anybody does reference. Because, again, they know that Wonder Woman died, so they remember death metal. And I want to yeah. see if they and and Roy even said, "Hey, I was a zombie." So I want to see if they ever like get around and talk. It'd be one of those funny issues where you say you like when people are sitting around and talking at their big thing, like, "How about that death metal? <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> fucked up, right?" How about that Pat metal laugh? Yeah, huh? yeah, that darkest night. You end up having you know like Tim Drake come and scare people with his Batman Who Laughs costume or the the the, the crows. That that's just in poor taste, yeah, Tim. Don't it do would that. Be too soon, Tim. Stop it. That's why you are the worst, Robin Eric. How about <gasps> that? How about that, Eric? You're a monster. He is the character of the month for the Patreon. I wanted to mention. Yeah, right, I was going to mention it earlier. He actually was. The, I paid everybody off. He actually was the biggest winner. And I've already started reading some things, including Identity Crisis, but the Identity Crisis of Tim Drake coming becoming the Robins, Eric. Ah, uh, but we'll see how that goes because we're still. So not here. when his dad gets killed? No, no, screw that. That's too dark, Eric. That, that isn't <laughs> so the deal. Dark. That is too dark. But also a couple other issues. There's a really good one with him and uh, Dick Grayson that I want. I haven't decided exactly There's, which one. Uh, Jim, there are so many amazing Tim Drake stories. You say so. I will find I out. I do. <laughs> Batman number 106, Eric. Where it feels like this section should be done by now. Written by James Tide yeah. the fourth Art by Jorge Jimenez, Tomo Murray, and Clayton Cowles. Coming off the heels of Infinite cri- uh, infinite Crisis, Eric, Infinite Frontiers, we see more Welcome than just decade. hints at, well, everything matters. It is coming at the heels of all of them, Eric, so I'm right. More than just hints at the upcoming magistrate as Mayor Nakano continues his no-mask policy. Kind of an opposite. What's this, Earth 3 now, Eric? No mask? And Simon Saint looking to be twisting the odds in his favor. Meanwhile, Miracle Molly and the Unsanity Collective of Master Wise are keeping Batman and Ghostmaker busy. But is it all part of the plan? Oh, yeah. Scarecrow looks she scary. Looks like a Grant Morrison deal. Yeah. Scarecrow looks scary and disease still. That's <laughs> the ending of it. But, yeah, you end up going in. And I ended up seeing uh, Dan's review on the site where he was kind of like, yeah, we just get back to the status quo. We're setting up what's going on. And, yeah, but you are changing some things. And, what, you can't remember two months back, Eric? You're, you no, have no, Jim, a this, better this... memory. I know it. This it changes is it up. New Coke going back to classic Coke. So the thing is, I I'm tired of the you know, dark detective seeing Bruce Wayne do one thing and this blow up a building in the end, and nothing of it matters. To go back to what I was enjoying for the most part with Ghostmaker and Batman, and exploring the new status quo of not only Batman but all the characters of Gotham in one book. I'm like, I do need this right I off the, do. Out of the gate. I actually wish we didn't get that dark detective and Bruce at all. I wish that Bruce was dead in the future state. <laughs> Uh, just so when we get back to him, no, I'm just saying we get back to him and then I'm like, all right, because I'm getting back to this wanting Batman like this because he did shit as that dark detective. He didn't do anything. And so, yeah, you come back he with investigated some stuff and then blew up a building. But seriously, I mean, if you're, you're the editors, if you're DC, you have to tell James Tyne and then James Tyne is smart enough guy to know this, that you're going to have to reset the status quo, show everybody what, but it's also going to be a jumping on point for a lot of people as well sure is. who ended up. So you do have to do that. So I think that my 
bit of negativity for this issue. I think I'm going to have to get past that, actually, Eric, because of the fact that it does make sense what you're doing. Like, like you said, you need this. You have to go. Yeah. And I do like it. It's just that. And I love the art. I think everything – a lot of things just ended up being a little too busy. I love this busy. picture of Barbara sitting in a chair eating chips. I don't know why. It just looks really cool. I really enjoy the way this issue looks, except for the scarecrow. She, she better keep working out, Eric, eating that, that chips there. Plus, what what does she have in between her eyes? Does she have a mole? Is she going to have to get that checked out, Eric? I don't no, know she's just squinting and that's on. a sh- shadow. I don't know. I looked. I think she might have a mole. I'm going to get a hold of her. She better check that out. Uh, but yeah, you end up where... You start she off. You get a hold of her. Let me know. You start off that the scarecrow has. Yeah, really. And if I do, then you're going to commit me. I ended up where the scarecrow. He's starting off. He's got Batman captured. You even had to tell. This leads to what will end the arc or whatnot. I do think that maybe Bruce at one point may like go deep undercover to figure out what's going on. And then things went wrong. As a gimp? Things went wrong, and then he's a gimp. But <laughs> he, be, he went undercover as the gimp from Pulp Fiction, yeah, and the scarecrow exactly. got wise. It's Halloween, Eric. Uh, you get more of those really exaggerated, like almost like anime, you know, surprises and stuff in this as well. But you end up, I'd be shocked too. Look at this thing, this scarecrow. But like, why? Why is the scarecrow up twelve feet tall? Because that's just a fear because he's fourteen feet tall. Might be. Uh, but what is the scarecrow doing at points? He seems to be, you know, fully working for Simon Saint, but then he is yes. hanging out, maybe twisting and turning Nakano as well by the end of this. So that is intriguing. Uh, what, is, what do you think? Just the idea of this, we, I'm telling you, I just wish it was the regular looking scarecrow, but the scarecrow working for Simon Saint, Saint to instill fear in Gotham and the politicians of Gotham to work this magistrate system through to make everybody so afraid that they have to go with what Simon Saint wants. I like him not only doing that, but fucking with Batman and also keeping tabs in Nakano and wondering what he is doing to Kano in behind the scenes. And again, this may lead to, you know, injecting what appears to be Mountain Dew into bruce there and then letting him go it's it's freaking glow stick fluid (laughs) when they end up doing this maybe it is to get batman out of his gourd and then set him out so that he just he ends up you know like wesley's master snipes when he'd run through and naked downtown la and stuff like that and and people would be all confused and stuff like that and then he wouldn't pay wesley do that i think it was wesley and i think that all i'm thinking about is martin lawrence running around with a trash bag on i think it was martin lawrence that i'm thinking (laughs) then he'll also be wesley because he ain't paying taxes on that money he has left eric so you end up though when you go here you get Batman, the status quo is he's not a billionaire. It's it's basically the opposite of Lucius. Lucius went from millionaire to billionaire. Bruce went from billionaire to millionaire. There's, they're swapping, yeah. right? Trading places, it is. Uh, so for pretty a much we get from the idea of that is that he can't have an AI system car. He just puts, <laughs> you know, put a bunch of money into the engine to make it faster and can, you know, jump out of it it's and has funny a steering, too. you know, actually a remote control where Barbara has to take control yeah. of the wheel. The way that this is spelled out doesn't seem a money issue. It seems an area and space issue because it's never like you couldn't afford that. No, it's you don't have space for that. Oh, I took out the airbags or I took out this or whatever, but it's okay. It's almost going with James Tiny. He's like, oh, yeah, I said that we'd have new tech each deal. And, and the then- thing is, even if it, like the idea, if you get past the money and what Batman's doing now, if the way that, you know, either the Batmobile is, it has, you know, remote control steering. So somebody can take, like Jesus can take the wheel from Batman or whoever else has the remote control, like Barbara. But the idea is he wants a fast car. He has a dirty garage where it has, you know, a, bu- a box, a punching bag in it. Damn right. for, this is the thing is he has the money for it. He is trying to go back to an old for like, you know, kid, like almost like a college buddy who's in town. He's trying to impress his college buddy. Look how, look, we 
just have this grimy garage. It's all I got. Just like you, Ghostmaker. Like, that's <laughs> all it feels like in the end is the idea. He is just trying to impress an old impress friend. Impress him or he's sick of Ghostmaker calling him Rich Boy. So he ends up doing Fast and Look, Furious. I got a garage and a fast car, nah, baby. You want a box? I'll tell you. <laughs> ding, ding. You end up where you have you have Barbara. Why does it bother me that Oracle would let just crumbs and shit go on her keyboard? It really bothers me there. I don't know what she's doing. Because anybody who's like you bothers it you? It would bother you, really. I'm there. I, I have that real huge back in it. I just cover the keyboard. That's my just treat, imagine Eric. If this is drawn as Black Mode Studios. Oh, my God. Freaking Oracle oh, sitting there just trying not to touch anything. Oh, my God. I, I sent you a picture of my point of view. It, I'm not joking, right? I wasn't joking about how, no, how no. shitty this is. Uh, but yeah, you end up, and they even have, you know, drones and things going around, but they are going against Miracle Molly. They have the drones. And this the thing is, is it's, it's, it's not a drone. This is a gigantic oh, yeah, hovercraft yeah, that the Unsanity Collective are flying around in. I'm telling you, it is pretty much a, a drone that you think of times, you know, a hundred for people to actually sit on this thing and fly but through But also, Gotham. like, pimped out in weird ways that it looks like they've tied uh, shit to it with no, the, cords no, and stuff. This, this is the, the art that they have stolen. Yeah, they're trying just, to, I'm like, saying, they, even the they other they, things, They're though. trying to steal something with a hatchback. Yeah. They don't have any freaking The funny thing, though, space. is we don't know anything about this Unsanity crew here. And uh, with that, they, they seem to have a lot of money to do some stuff. Now they are stealing some high art. Uh, for Master Wise, but by the end you Master see Wise. That, uh, by the end you see that Master Wise is either Simon Saint or Simon Saint is funding them to do this to get more chaos going in. See, it's Gotham. weird because the thing is, out of this whole idea, because we have all these people who are just the idea that you know this is what Gotham is, the Unsanity Collective. You need to join the new Gotham. What it really means to be somebody from Gotham and stuff like that, which we'll get from the idea that Simon Saint says he was born in Gotham. He knows what Gotham is, so maybe that's a that is the connection there. But I get the idea because I just they, they are talking to Miracle Molly, our new villain of this that James Tynan has created. I'm just getting the idea that Miracle Molly might be, you know, master wise. I don't like know, the idea that she, she has a persona out? here because, you know, they might not follow a young girl with green hair, but the idea of a master wise, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the, the thing that I get is that pretty much it seems that Bruce and Ghostmaker come down. Because she seems to be the one in control. Yeah, I think she's like almost like a peacemaker. She's out in the, the streets going. But the thing is with that, you have them and Bruce and them kind of say, you know, they're not the ones in charge. Somebody's pulling their strings. Somebody's funding these people. It, it comes up in this. And the only one you could think would be. And again, the guy who wants to cause chaos. And he even seems to spell out, you know, he's going to do all these things and all this stuff oh, yeah. going on. So I just. Like you and I even are under the impression. I don't know if we talked about it before, but he's the one who did the code green, the A day instead of the Joker. Because the Joker doesn't seem to be around. He will be in his, his own series next week. We'll find out what he's up to there. But the Joker not being here and everybody's saying how crazy it is that the Joker would attack this soon after the last one. It doesn't feel like a Joker no, thing. And just no, something it staged. doesn't, especially without the Joker even being present or coming out and trying to do it. Like, what would he get from this? Because he does like to do these things, but he's usually so up So crazy front. that Bane's dead. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, this it seems it to feel, me... Like- I'm telling you, I'm sure there's people out there talking about it, but it doesn't feel as big as it should be. No, it's the it idea doesn't. that Bane is unceremoniously just dead. Well, you know what's weird is you end up doing that bringing back Roy, who was that, and in the same deal where I think that people just get the idea of like, eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> They'll just bring him back or is something. Is that where we are now? That's what it seems. But yeah, with this though, it's with Simon Saint, it would be like me, I want to sell you, you know, a, a rock, a bear repellent rock, right? How much? And then, well, I could say like, <laughs> 
Here, look, look. I only have a hundred dollars in my wallet. How much do you want for this <laughs> rock? <laughs> Everything. I because I could go You're with the idea. Salesman. How do I know it works? You don't see any bears, right? You know, that's that's give me, give me, give me, give me. Joe Simon Saint, that he's the Bill Belichick. He's getting. 50 bears to maul you first and then hey you want this rock so it doesn't happen Tell again Belichick did, yes huh? yes that's what he did and so i that's what i think is going on did he just hire the, the, the football team the bears to beat people up that's what he did and it was the 85 <laughs> bears eric he, they they did the super bowl shovel on your ass and so oh, you no. end up here and uh i think that it's all some insane you know pulling the strings getting yeah. these things going getting even this deal where i think the way james Tynan plays his villains you know, Miracle Molly, we don't see her yet, but I said it looks like Viv Vision on a bender uh, when we do get to her, when you see her look. But I think that so you think she's not really a villain. She's no. more misunderstood. Well, this is what James Tynan does. And I think that what's going to end up happening when she realizes she's been duped, she'll end up having a redemption. And now we have more of the Bat Family, as we always do. <laughs> Though, again, we point out that it didn't really work out, it seems, for Clown Hunter, who seems to be murdering people again. But even with that... Yeah. Is it is it not working out for Cloud Hunter? Because wow. he's still only working out for him. He's living life. It's not working living out for dream. what Batman was saying. Uh, but yeah, like you said, none of these villains with James Tynan could ever truly be villains. They're they're villains waiting for redemption, is what they always are. Uh, All right, we have. I want Harley to not be a villain anymore. We need to have a worse Harley, so she can doesn't have to be bad anymore. Okay, punchline. And then we have punchline who then has some redemption. It's well, like she has a, she has an entire freaking you know a social media account going out there trying to plead her case. Got half a Gotham on exactly. her side. Well, James Tynan goes by the, it isn't a villain, a hero you haven't met yet, is what he seems to go with all the time. You're right. Uh, Everybody's a villain. Yes, everybody, or they're all heroes. But yeah, you end up having Simon Saint after you see Harley trying to catch up and be try to go and be a hero. Ghostmaker and, like and Batman are just keeping her in the distance. She doesn't have enough time or freaking vehicles to get there in the, in the amount of time that Batman and Ghostmaker can. She's being left behind like Kirk Cameron. Again, I hope that Ghost Hunter doesn't see her. But our clown hunter, I keep getting, yeah, end up with the idea then. He's over that. Simon Saint, though, he is going to go with the idea. Hey, um, he's a presentation where he's like, look at this. The city has been screwed off with Bane. Why do we Batman keep seeing him feeding that. his birds every time we see him? It's such a weird thing because he's not the penguin. Because he looks like the vulture, Eric, is what he looks like. Is it to be. Uh, uh, again, he's wearing purple pants. Maybe he's because he's master wise. That makes sense, right? It would be funny if it was like, does it? Master- he's, got, he's feeding birds. Obviously, it's I'm because he's you. master wise. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what the I hell you're getting that here. It'd be funny if it's like, ooh, we got to talk to our, our guy in charge, Master pigeon i don't even know what kind of birds these are they look like dirty pigeons to me next thing you know they have eyeballs in their stomach I don't like them again maybe that's why he ends up doing that eric that's part of his tech he likes the birds but you end Man, up I, I love these birds i just wish i can give them kryptonian <laughs> eyes on their I tummies shoot things and craziness but yeah he's doing this big presentation nobody wants to come to gotham it's been destroyed over and over again the whole deal at Batman. Batman's there. He can't do shit. You know, all this you had stuff. Bane, you had Joker, the Batman who have all have taken over the city one after the other. You guys ain't doing shit without the magistrate, baby. You need us. Yeah. And also, like, the, the cliche Batman creates his own deal. You know, you're going with no mask, but you need more. You know, what are you the, guys going to do? Because the threat's still there, and it's a supervillain threat. This is a wacky threat. 
that a normal GCPD can't handle. And even says, why didn't you go and stop all these things? Why did the Batmans? And he's like, well, I got there first. And he was there before. Yeah, he got there first. But I do love the idea of this presentation where he talks about the peacekeepers who will be out there to deputy, be deputized for the city. And you only need about six or so for whatever. I'm like, you bitch, you get up to 13 or so for what you need in Gotham yeah, City. And he does, it seems, maybe. You had a lot running around. But with that, he ends up you know, going with this whole deal. Nakano's there and he's like, nah, <laughs> yeah, that's nice enough, but I don't know. I don't think. And that's where I think it's like, oh, we got to tighten the screws even more. And then you end up having the scarecrow seemingly watching and then following Nakano back. You end up being introduced to this guy, Ricardo. And I'm telling you, he looks like a young Bruce Wayne from the Greg Capullo years. Uh, but we'll see. You wouldn't name him without him doing something. So we'll see. What's going what are you down? Talking about? We had freaking, you know, uh, what the hell? Leone's freaking lawyer named in Bendis' action comics. Eric, this isn't Bendis. I mean, really. <laughs> Bendis, Bendis is the sleight of hand to lead to more bullshit. I'm hoping that you name this Ricardo and make him look like a young Bruce Wayne with a man bun for a reason. I kind of hope that Ricardo here is just Rick, uh, Rick, Dick Grayson in disguise, and they're trying to already avert that terrible future by putting Nightwing here in deep cover. But, but he, he has what appears to be uh, the deal with the, Contact. the blue and uh, brown eyes, too. Uh, so we'll see. Polydactyl? Yeah, 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 I don't know I what don't that's know. what it's called. Pterodactyls. That sounds like with the hands. <laughs> that seems like you can be had both hands. <laughs> I don't But you end up with that, and I think that one this just shows up color. with the deal that the Scarecrow's working with him. He's going to tell Nakano and make him scared. Yeah, yeah. So he seems to have that. So maybe that's a little bit of a hint as well, Aaron. So then you end up having a reporter going to talk to Bruce Wayne and his new digs down at that apartments and stuff. And you have Mr. Potter. He's pissed. He doesn't like the Fort Gray area being, you know, Terrorized by paparazzi and the Bruce Wayne, but he seems to be pissed that Bruce has more money. This, is than a, him. this looks like what you know, uh, M. Night Shyamalan tried to pass off as South Philly. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> the one thing though is every car looks the same, they're just lined up. Uh, but yeah, this guy's just pissed and yelling about the changes so that you can remind everybody that Bruce didn't go, you know, full out. He's not broke, he has money, he has this, like you said, he's, he's showing off, he's showing off to yeah. the ghost maker who's there on the heavy bag. As Look Bruce at these poor there. digs, huh, Ghostmaker? Yeah, really. I'm not no rich boy anymore like you always said. Look at the – I got oil on my hands crazy. I actually think that you're right on with something because when do you think of Bruce Wayne? Now, you could say that Alfred would do it, but when does he's he – He's throwing his cans on the floor. <laughs> he's got like huge-ass energy drinks that he's guzzling. Crunching them and throwing them on the floor. Like, look at this I'm guy. I'm surprised he's not pounding him against I mean, his forehead. <laughs> he probably is. I'm telling you, what is he doing here? Oh my this is, god! This is not a bad cave. This is a man cave. This is You're a man having cave. a midlife crisis with your college roommate. So again, he's like, I need something. So he ends up having a Joker card rug. In there, he's like, I gotta have trophy, that. Huh? I'm like, it's a trophy. <laughs> this might as well be what I do to try to spruce oh my up my DC comic yeah, stuff. This would be it. I'm telling you, with this, I'm t- he. They probably Those have shelves in the backgrounds would just have more transformers and more comes co- out. Like, action figures. It's probably Mr. Potter's man because they probably go and throw the bee out in the yard. And then the, the they got Kid Rock playing Holy on the little boombox. Yeah, definitely. And freaking Limp Biscuit. They Limp got Biscuit. it all going. They're like, yeah. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Put on Nookie again, Bruce. Let's do it. And then they're just singing. There's, they're drunk there's a big shit. screen in the background with a UFC match I mean, on. I- <laughs> How many how many nights of the week did they sit there? I love you, man. I can't believe you're back, my best bud. 
Oh my god. You gonna play Call of Duty tonight, Ghostmaker? That Damien's left because Bruce has become so immature. He's like, I'm more mature than this <laughs> asshole. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go visit my this mom. This is what it's, I'm telling you, the thing is, I like this Ghostmaker Batman dynamic, and even the idea that he is late when Oracle is trying to call him in for backup against the Unsanity Collective. I like this dynamic of these, this friendship that was started before Future State. I do want to see more of this, but it is, you know, in my mind, it's a silly kind of concept where he put Bruce Wayne in this dank garage just with a boxing glove situation where he's going to, you know, spar a little bit before going to bed. It's just weird. Seriously. Ghostmaker has Zubas pants on and he has a bandana around his head. Assholes here. What are they doing? And really, if all of this is anything, this is an open invitation for Jason to come right on back because he would fit right in here. He'd come in and it's like, where have you been all my life, daddy? And then they'd start doing things. But yeah, they end up boxing and you're getting a little connection of them and i actually do like the back and forth with them though we don't get yeah, a ton it's a, it's a hell of a dynamic duo right and, now that yeah, i want to see more and of. i more like it because it does end up i mean look at bruce he's doing all well, this even it the like, idea it's lightening him up them coming in to take on the unsanity collective and batman have to tell him no killing all right, i'm gonna ma- maim these people no maiming all right here's your guys unmaimed i'll race you back to the garage you're on <laughs> you're wrong Just buddy. Like, this weird camaraderie it's like this brotherly kind of buddy love that they have going on here it's like it's nice and it's something you haven't it is seen nice. before and why i like it too is because then you end up having Barbara, the den mother, who definitely is going to tell yeah, them to you stop any their of the, shenanigans. The, the boys in his life right now, he has pushed them aside. He is having his midlife I crisis. Could, oh, yeah. He ain't no he parent. Is. And I could just imagine Barbara always just yelling, just even, what are you guys doing? End, even the end of this whole thing where Damien goes back to live with his mom. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's like, that's insanity over there. I mean, that looks like he's a sophomore in college. I'm done. But you end up there where you go then. He's starting a beer uh, softball so, league. Uh, so he would be in that. That'd be awesome. He's on a bowling team. He's on all that shit. Darts. Darts are the worst there. That's not a sport. But they do need a pool table or a foose table right. in that garage. Uh, a foosball table would be the best. Maybe even some ping pong. Though, if you're going to be cynical, if you're going to be cynical about this, you would think that this is just to lead to Ghostmaker either dying or becoming bad again. But hopefully, this continues because I do like it. You end up Nakano goes home. He's starting. Well, to that's drink. one thing we don't hear anything about Ghostmaker in future state. No, no, not at all. So we'll see what's going on with that. Nakano goes back. I ain't seeing no wife. Eric, you know, his wife was a little pissed off at him with all the stuff he was doing as we left. So I think she, well, might, he keeps be, odd hours. she might be visiting her mother, Eric, but he's drinking. He's thinking about things. He doesn't want to get involved fully with this lockdown state of the magistrate. And then there's Scarecrow, but I don't, I don't no, know no, what's going on. No, the thing on. is, there's not even Scarecrow. I don't even know what's there's going on there. There's an effigy of Scarecrow, just a Scarecrow that's been hung up in the Connor's yeah. house behind his sofa, which would be the most terrifying thing. You're sitting there, you're watching the news, right having a drink, you get up to go take a leak. This is it's, right. It's right behind him on the sofa, yeah. though. Like, he gets up to take a leak, he's going to be it's terrified glowing. by this fucking Scarecrow just pinned up in his house. His, his wife would definitely leave if the shit's like, here. This is what the Scarecrow should look like, and, now with the stupid look he has now. And it's there. What the hell's he doing? Did he catch that? That's a little thing that he's fear. going whatever uh but with that yeah you end up where he's like thank god that in gotham they have the year-round halloween adventure store so i can get my shit because i like halloween? doing this yeah so you end up just might have sold that well, after the joker war there was a lot of big box stores that remained empty spirit halloween gobbled <laughs> them up that gobbled them up and plus somehow that burger with Seasonal. the jokerize your fries I think they might have went bankrupt, Eric. I don't think you're going to be able to do that anymore. Now it's like, can I bane your ass? I don't know. But you end up where, yeah, you end up where you have all that. And it's cool. 
I do like it. It's a, it's a nice setup. Yes, you're getting heavy into the things that lead into future state, which we were expecting. We kind of wanted. Yeah. I I want to kind of avert that future state. I I don't want it to last seven years. Like I don't need in real time to get there with just this, this, and this. So I hope at one point. You know, within the next six months or so time. that we end up, I don't need actually, to have no, that. Going I, I hope for it's this how long. I picture comic book time because each one of our years, well, actually, five year of our years is one year to comic books yeah, is how I, I do comic I book time. Need, uh, we'll see. So I'll uh, see you in 35 years, everybody. Yeah, I, I don't need that. But you then go off to introduce that Joshua Williamson Robin story that he's going to continue to start out. Demon or Detective, this one is called Joshua Williamson Writing. Believe Melnikoff, the great Melnikoff, Eric, on Art ALW's Troy Paterion Letters. And this will continue. The next part of this will be in the next detective. So we're going to go to that and then the Robin book. And I like this whole continue. Like the thing is, I know we're going to have a Robin book coming out that's going to explore what Damian Wayne does once he is Robin no more, going into the like the Kumite or going up against the League of Lazarus, stuff like that. But I I do like that we're using this time in the Batman and detective books, like we have been with uh, Damian Wayne to lead into something and tell a complete story instead of just throwing us into a 12-issue mini or whatever it is. It is good. And the thing is, it does set you up. It it reminds me a little bit more, but it does still remind me of what we did with that Stargirl deal where there are going to be some people jumping in. They may not know Damien, you know, fully. So you're going to have to, you know, mention some things. Oh, your father. Oh, you do that. I just want to know what Talia is doing living in Markovia. Yeah, she's, you know, she just goes to exotic places. I mean, I'm surprised. My dad took my last place. Everywhere she goes, they suddenly shut down and you're not allowed in and stuff like that. So you you go places. But I do like the art a lot. I thought the art was was great. great. Damien coming in, he has a cool, you know, I don't know about that, you know, this the mask there. Weird it's weird. Tunic or what? No, the, the mask is fine. I don't the like the mask or whatever combined with the tunic. It ends up looking odd, but you, you do get Damien who's there and he wants to go back. He wants to take over as I want to be the grandson of the demon once again. Yeah, yeah. And that's where, it, remember when I said that there was a thing, this is what he says, Talia, I have come to take back my role as he grandson of the immortal Ra's al Ghul. That was where I was <laughs> like, why is he saying that? But I actually... He, I, I'll give Joshua Williamson credit because I was worried a lot of times. I think he does you have go a concussion, a Damian. Super, yeah, really. He's like, did you fight somebody to get up here? Yes, you did. We saw that. But you end up where I like that he calls her Talia because that is proper with Damian. And it seems that, you know, Joshua Williamson is well, done work going here forward, to go. After the Talia thing moving on, he does keep calling her mother, though. So it's like, it almost feels like a weird power move coming back and not calling her mother right away. But the whole idea, I am here to take on my role as I always should have Talia. And then it doesn't work out. Mother. Whether you like it or not, mother. I think that it was one of those, like, his role there and what he says is taking back the role. That is kind of saying, you know, you're nonsense. <laughs> like, I'm the one who's going to take it. So right there, we're, we're against each other. But how are you doing, mommy? What's up? Uh, how about how I you heard been? Leviathan yeah. didn't work out too well for your mother. It was taken over by what? A yeah. manhunter? Uh, Get man out of hunter, town, seriously. mommy. How, what have you been doing besides since you killed me, asshole? And, and by the way, I ended up nuking all of those monstrosity versions of myself on that island. So, but yeah, Some you, deep cuts right now. Nobody up, remembers yeah, that. Yeah, well, there you go. But you end up where the big thing in this is to be intrigued by what's going on and we're going to get another league. Me and you are getting a little sick of these leagues, right? Not the League of Assassins, not the League of Shadows, but the League of Lazarus, not, who seems to be the next big thing. Yeah, and not the Bat Family Beer League softball, but we're going to get this. Not yet. And they look pretty cool. 
they they really do. For what little you get, I think that that's a pretty badass look. I mean, I don't know what their workout program is there, but I need to get a hold of it. It's working for them. Yeah, really. And if it's just I think Lazarus, they pretty much just, you know, lift those giant-ass knives that Probably. they're holding. I wouldn't even call them swords. They're just fat fucking big knives. They are. Uh, maybe they just hang out and they, they have the hot tub full of the Lazarus, Eric. That'll, that'll do it, too. But, yeah, yeah. I actually think tattoos. the League of Lazarus, I think they use the Lazarus to do their, like, their, uh, I, I, I can't remember what the hell this writing is called, but I think it's more like a Middle Eastern writing mm-hmm. that has Sanskrit. big old tattoos on them. Uh, I don't know what I it is. I think it it's would be the I, Sanskrit deal. Or, but or I, don't, I don't think it's Sanskrit. Stuff but, and stuff. but the idea that they used the Lazarus uh, fluid as the ink for their tattoos to empower them. And that empowers them. Well, there you go. And you have a bunch of fights. And you get Talia with Damien fighting. Uh, Damien obviously is going to go off because we know that that mini is about the Kumite with the League of Lazarus. But at the end here, you end up having the one guy grab Talia and maybe slice her neck. Maybe put have Damien do it. But it will not be enough to stop me from drawing demon blood. Kill him. Like, what are you waiting for, Damien? Kill him now. And then I splash. So you don't know if Damien did kill that fool or if, you know, that fool did kill his mother. I, I, the fool is a little far away for an eye splash, but who knows? But yeah, I think Talia kills him. I think that Talia, this is what I think is going to happen. She's going to be so disappointed in Damien oh, yeah. if she's well, forced to I'm kill saying. this guy. I think that she kills him. And I think that that is the shame that leads him to have to fight in the tournament because the tournament was for him to You're prove just himself. Just like your father, exactly. And the, impotent. The tournament is to prove that he what? is able to take out. He's going to go and fight in this to be the big to do, and even lead the League of Lazarus as well. And so that's what I think does happen. I think that you see that hand. You wait, mother. Zip. I'm going to give you another year of blood. Yeah. So we'll see. But I, I liked it enough. I, I'm I'm looking. I forward enjoyed to it a lot. And yeah, talking to you about this, my score has gone up. Uh, because what are you going to give it? I'm giving an eight out of 10. I love the art in this whole thing and the backup and the idea of getting back to the status quo. While it might not be for everybody because you might already know, like we talked about with the infinite uh, frontier, I needed this feeling of what we're going to be dealing with going forward with Batman, not only starting back up with the, the idea of the magistrate going forward, but the side villains, the scarecrow, Miracle Molly, all this other stuff we're working on while dealing with what is Ricardo, the Batman now with Ghostmaker Ricardo. and Ricardo. <laughs> I, I don't care about Ricardo. Look at him. But all of these things are really cool ideas that were continuing on, which I was interested in before, and I did, you know, kind of forgot about because it's been two months now. I look forward to all these things. And I think it was handled very well here. Yeah, I do too. And yeah, at first I kind of went with that, and eh, we kind of saw it. And, and I can't make a you know a diss on this because we saw a little of it in Infinite Crisis or Infinite Cri- Infinite Frontier I'm as well. Keep doing it too. Because of the idea that you know this is the book going back, we did see some of it. So when we get to this, it's kind of like okay, we saw a little of this already or whatnot. But I did like this, and I want to see how this all goes forward because there's a lot of things being put into play. And boy, I. I you know, much to my just not dismay, but my what is it? Uh, chagrin. Chagrin. No, it's a surprise. Much to my surprise. Ah. Remember, because I said I didn't really necessarily want to have Ghostmaker with Bruce. I thought that eh, yeah. I don't need that. You were looking forward to it. I actually like it. So I'm glad that that came to be. So eight out of ten for both of us is a positive freaking podcast, Eric. I don't, right. I don't know what's going on. Look, what is my book of the week now? this week? I know, really. I mean, <laughs> who could pick? The, the do or die pull list, everything. Uh, but we'll say we're going to go off now and we'll be back with the last two books of the podcast. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair, blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks that tear is tear. And who goes to Looking for a star scream, or maybe a hot cap. 
spends all his money buying all that crap. Well, that's just every Oh, and we're back here, Eric, in a positive-filled podcast, and I think it might continue. I mean, oh, I, yeah? I want to cross my fingers and dot my T's uh-huh. and say that I hope that it does continue, Eric. I have no idea what I'm going to give these books, let alone, like, read them or anything. I mean, really, how do, I know, until, how, 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 how do I know until I read them the first time here? I mean, really, you can't think I'm a soothsayer, am I? What am I, in Delphi, Eric, huh? What do you do? You, you keep going here? What am I, Jimmy the Greek? No, I'm not, Eric. I, I'm Jimmy, your your buddy, is what I am. Your little buddy. Say Delphi, and, and all I can think of is Delco, Delaware County. That's right. What am I, in Delaware County? I mean, seriously. Oh, Delco. I'd have some real problems there, wouldn't I? I'm going to find maybe the birthplace of... I don't know. Your mom. I, I have no idea. Your mom. Saying, <laughs> your mom. Uh, you end up with these books, man. They're they're pretty cool. Pretty cool way to put up your pants pretty in the morning. Cool, they huh? are pretty keen. They say down at the rec center as we're shooting the the hoops through the baskets. And I um, we're going to go into this. And, and with that, we're going to be talking about two books. One, The Suicide Squad, where, again, I think that people just end up just wanting to hate on just anything. And before you'd have people hating on this book, Suicide Squad in general, because, oh, the team doesn't change, right? You get that a lot. Then you end up, well, now it's the hate is, this isn't the Tom Taylor book anymore. Look, I just, you know, you, you not can't... even that. I saw a preview that DC put up on Facebook earlier today, and the one thing is the picture they used is Superboy chained up with kryptonite chains, and somebody says, yeah, I saw this. I don't want any parts of this book because of it. But why wouldn't you want to see what that means? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, I could put out a picture of Bruce Wayne in the gimp costume, and it might turn me uh, on, but it I might turn some people off. <laughs> but I wouldn't not read the book because at least read the issue to see what's going on. Now, with that, you're not going to find out much of this issue, what it's really about, but you are going to see that. I do like the idea of the kryptonite handcuffs and chains and stuff like that. I'd like to be the guy who fashions them and makes them up. I think that'd be a pretty cool job. You can barely and, pull your pants up, and you want to make kryptonite chains? That's the thing. If I can make kryptonite chains, I don't even need to wear pants anymore, Eric. I don't even need to pull them up. And so you get this, but I saw a lot of it being, oh, well, we're the Tom Taylor. I also saw at the beginning of Tom Taylor's one, we don't need this. I mean, it never ends. I, I just don't understand. Who are not for it, me? Yeah, it almost ends up being like, it is that, but it almost seems like when they end up like, I hate this. Ooh, wait till it's canceled. Then they'll love it. I mean, people come out of the woodwork. That that Suicide Squad book did not sell at all. But yet it's almost like where they say, hey, you know, a, a trillion people saw Wilt Chamberlain score 100 points there. There weren't that many people there in Hershey because they were playing there, not in Philadelphia at the time. I was there. Take that. <laughs> But everybody says that. It's like any event. Oh, man, when they did this, I was, you know, there's more and more. But why weren't you there at the beginning buying it? So when we get this, and again, you're coming out of a, a, you know, infinite frontier. You're coming out of death mode. You're going with this. Future state. Future. And also, you can have a movie with some of these things. And so you did have to change it up. You need to push the peacemaker hardcore right now. But please, what what I'm really, uh, there is a point to this, Eric. It's between my legs. Take that, Eric. You're gross. The the point of this is, please don't hate a book because you liked another. I mean, I, me and you really were trying to get people to read that Tom Taylor Suicide Squad the whole time, but I'm not going to diss this book because of it. And I actually like this book more than it seems a lot of other people, and I think you do as well. Uh, But let's hear what it is all about. 
Suicide Squad number one, written by Robbie Thompson, with art by Eduardo Pensica, Julio Ferreira, Marcelo Maiello, and Wes Abbott. In our first issue of the Suicide Squad, we start seeing the past that would lead Amanda Waller down the road to Earth 3, where we see she's tired. Tired of putting together squads and seeing them fail in the long run, but it seems that she has a new idea of how things should be, and that includes not only getting her current squad to break William Cobb the Talon out of Arkham, but by going against Rick Flagg's wishes and placing Peacemaker on the team. And if that wasn't enough, it looks like she's going against Rick Flagg's wishes by replacing him with Connor Kent. Yeah. And so with that all deal, and there's a lot of future state stuff that's, you know, kind of being alluded to and, and run to, but also the idea of having Amanda Waller back as the that's head. That's the biggest like problem that. with the book is that we have no tie in to what we had with Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad, where this, you know, rando guy, Locke, took over the squad, pushing Amanda Waller behind and then, you know, getting killed himself because Black Mask was mine. But there's all this stuff that I wanted to know more about. And we just have Amanda Waller back running maybe Argus and Task Force X. The hell was it? I think she woke up and she's like, shit, I got that job again. I mean, I remember having it. Everything matters. And again, if you're going to go with that idea, if you had the most complete version or like you said, you hate hearing the best version because what is the best version that's going to be, but suicide squad, Amanda Waller, right? I mean, that that's classic. Well, even deal, the whole so. idea when you start out this new series and you see the like the the file pictures of all the different Suicide Squads of the past going in the future, you even see you know Osita and her revolutionaries with the Suicide Squad from the last series. But you're not going to mention it at all. You're just going forward with whatever the new thing is, and that happens to be this with breaking William Cobb out of Arkham with a team of Shrike. Film freak Bolt and uh, and Peacemaker going in here, and I'm like, this is a cool team. I actually wanted to see more of this because you know Bolt, I think, is a very underutilized villain. It's like you know, Shrike, Film Freak, whatever kind of thing. But I like Bolt with his teleportation powers. I wanted to somehow tie him into who the Bolt is in the Suicide, uh, the the Justice Squad of the Future State, and the idea where he has teleportation powers. You could somehow lead that down a family line, doing different things, and make it so like she's a speedster and stuff like that. Do something along those lines. You don't need to. I'd like to see it, but when you kill all these characters right away because you have a Suicide Squad and you're killing the best off the it kills Dead. me. Dead. That's the best version. So I actually Poor think bolt. that what you could play the idea of Amanda Waller and things like that is, you know, it's top secret. Eric. You're not going to find out the top secret stuff of Amanda Waller and all that. She's just put back in charge. It could be the idea. Yeah, yeah. That last team really was a fuck up. And I'm not saying it was a bad book. I'm saying that. That team pretty much went and took it to the to the streets well, here. Not only that, here it is. Like, Amanda Waller has to come back and realize, fuck, my go-to guy, Floyd Lawson's dead? Lawson's yeah. dead? I'm like, what am I going to do now? I'm going to put together Peacemaker? That's going to kill you that you said that, isn't it? It Should is. I it really that? is. No, with this, though, it makes Lawson. you laugh. What am I that thinking? Uh, and so, but get the idea, too, that, you know, you're trying to get this in, like, this Argus, like, Hopefully this whole infinite frontier means let's forget about that shit that Bendis destroyed as well, because the idea of Amanda Waller not being part of the Suicide Squad and leading it and all that did kind of come about from that whole Leviathan taking down all the, the, the things. The Suicide Squad itself didn't even make sense after that, and they kind of fudged it in for that Tom Taylor book. But now we seem to possibly be getting back those organizations, maybe. But I like seeing Amanda Waller at the head of this, and I think that Robbie Thompson 
does write a really good Amanda Waller. Oh, I mean, not this only is good a Amanda really Waller, good Amanda but, Waller, but the tired version of Amanda Waller. We saw the like the the ass end of this when she's in Earth Three going fucking off her rocker and what she wants out of a really secure world and stuff like that. But when she's talking to Rick Flag about putting together this team, the idea that they're actually breaking in the Arkham to get out William Cobbett and same town and stuff like that, because she is putting together a team that she knows will go to the ends of the earth to fucking win and do what she wants. That's the idea. Like you know, I want to put together a team that I. Know no, we'll do this because like i'm tired of training squads only to have them die before they reach potential but most of all flag i'm tired of losing so when you have this whole thing at the end she's going to talk a chained up connor kent into leading the squad having a peacemaker who will kill anybody he needs to to make sure the peace is given to the what he needs and then having a talent on top of that well, yeah we're missing strike phone freaking bolt but they are at the top of the top who are going to get the jobs done obviously and film freak i i kind of got a kick out of him with some He's of fun. his quotes but then he's like he's he's quoting Jumping Jack Flash, Eric. And is, did you ever watch is, that movie? No, I was going to say is is he doing the Whoopi Goldberg movie? Because yes. I don't think she ever says that in that movie. The thing is, and I can't say she doesn't, but it makes sense if she does. It's almost as if he's just just throwing out quotes, and somehow Robbie Thompson <laughs> thinks that that's film a freak deal. Is tired. And he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> exactly. He's just singing songs. He's going to quote TV. Did I do that and all that? And, and will with that, I would have liked to have seen Film Freak carry on and do something like what happens to a film freak when during the covid shutdown there's no more movie theaters to go to can he start quoting things that he's go direct HBO to max. tv same day baby he ain't hbo max man <laughs> i mean he's the <laughs> film freak here you don't need that he's now i'm hbo max moron I'm they call me netflix freak <laughs> yeah, yeah it doesn't work good you want to go with netflix and kill <laughs> I, that's pretty good eric i do like <laughs> I, I like him in this though again he, with him gone, I'm not that. He I'm not losing sleep it. because he's, he's just not going to. He's going to end he's up pretty much in the original Suicide Squad movie. I I would be worried if he did continue on that he is kind of a one joke deal. It would end up being Boomerang crapping his pants when we ended yeah. up starting Rebirth and stuff. I don't need that. Um, but I like the idea that you do have Robbie Thompson starting out, and yeah, film freak dying. Uh, is not going to be something like, oh, my God, they did it, right? Any of these. I know that you want it more Bolt, but Bolt dying, the, oh, my God. It is a shame you bring him back just to die, but at least it sets that up that anybody well, even can the die. idea where we like the Tom Taylor humor that he gives all of the characters, whatever he's doing, that's something that the Suicide Squad on top of the death and destruction needs is that type of humor, the suicide-esque kind of humor that we're laughing in the face of death because even when you come in here – Bolt's an asshole right away where he teleports Peacemaker into the sewers underneath Gotham to like the shit-filled sewers like he's Andy Dufresne from the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'll Bolt, take your, your word. Your, your accuracy's for shit. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Peacemaker worked fine for us. Yeah, they, he ended up <laughs> not being able to teleport one guy right and the rest of them, they're no, right no, there. He did it right. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, he did. And it is pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, they're there to get William Cobb. And with that, I was hoping that we might see you know, at least a different talent, whether or not it was the talents that we know and love. Or Calvin or Rose. Calvin Rose. Or if it was just somebody new. I mean, th this is the thing. Even uh, like me talking to some people talking about when this was announced. Oh, my God. It, it might be Calvin Rose. It might be Calvin Rose. I said, no, they're going to go William Cobb. And by the way, they're only two of 
tons of talents. They yeah. they have a lot. Now we don't know the status quo of the talents. At one point, they're there fighting homeless people and stuff like that. But at one point, especially in like the We Are Robin days, there were tons. They just go. And so I was hoping that it was going to be something different and something clever. Something you just want to a add on because like here's the talent that's known as the butcher, and here's the talent that's known as the baker, and here's the talent <laughs> known as the candlestick maker. No, they messed it up at the end. Then there's the shoe guy. I just what are you doing? I'm a cobbler. I'm t- <laughs> that'd be good. Uh, no, actually, I was hoping like maybe it'd be something clever, like the uh, the guy who didn't quite make it though. That doesn't work. But even that from the Nightwing series in the new fifty, we had that before. The guy who took the place, yeah. of which yeah, is I'd kind like of to funny because him, thinking about that character who was pissed at Nightwing because when he went away, he was taken by the Talons and left for dead because he didn't cut the mustard. You kind of have the same connection with Shrike, who does who used to be a friend of Nightwing, Dick Grayson. So I'm actually mad to see Shrike go down here because you don't do anything with Shrike, and now he's just kind of gone. You could have built up something for your Nightwing series, and you're just kind of eliminating all the good possibilities. You don't need to give Nightwing a Joker-esque character, but you need to build up his no. rogues gallery. And yeah. taking Shrike right off the bat, I'm like, oh, that come takes on. It away. And that's somebody they haven't played with. And then you start worrying as Tom Taylor down the line, are we, are we just going to get Blockbuster again and things like that? Or I think Tom Taylor's the guy who will make his own new villains. But yeah, you'd like to have some of these still. But I just, I just thought maybe it would be a cool way to get some new talent with a new history and stuff like that. But you have the connection with you know, Dick Grayson, obviously. We had just I will seen tell you William this, this Cobb. whole idea of getting William Cobb, and this is Amanda Waller's entire play because he's been taken to Arkham because he has no idea who he is, and he's writing the words who on the wall, W-H-O, and it translates to the owl of who, who, and I'm like, because he has amnesia, and she wants to get his ass before she he realizes what kind of weapon his ass is so she can mold him and make him what she wants out of him, but already when they go to release his ass, he has a makeshift talon mask he's already made out of Bed sheeting and bull crap puts that on and it's just Bench. going with the hoe and beating the crap Disney out of everybody. Movie? Wasn't that <laughs> sheets and bull crap? <laughs> sheets and bull crap. <laughs> All they have to do is get his crystal, Eric, and then end up and then he remember no, we're not everything. Doing that. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. Mainly what I am upset about with it being William Cobb is so stupid and selfish. It is actually the idea that. I, I want people to realize there's more talents. It doesn't matter if you know or don't know, but I just want that because people are pretty much only getting William you want Cobb March? now. Yeah, yeah, actually, that'd be really cool, Eric. Uh, but it'd be something different. But we do have that. We're gonna have the connection with Dick Grace and all. I'm that just stuff waiting going, when they, so. you know, we have a talent brought in. That's crazy. I'm waiting for that future state part where we have a parademon brought in. Yeah, parademon, all that stuff going on. I mean, where do you go next? But yeah, comes, you, you know, up- freaking Christopher Smith, the peacemaker's best friend. Yeah, yeah. You end up going, and even that where Rick Flag is like, "What's going on? I don't like the way this is going. I'm going to stop this right now." Peacemaker is insane. What are you doing? He gets the job done, Rick. What are you doing getting this one? Like I said before, Rick, I have a vision for this, and too bad it just does not involve you anymore because you're holding me back, Rick. You're holding me back. And he tries to order, and probably could order a stand down by Peacemaker, and she ends up shocking the shit out of him, and he goes down. She presses the button. So it's really showing, and you know he crapped his pants. I mean, really. And, and with that, though, of course he did. With that, though, <laughs> you end up, and I, I heard him yell, "Don't tase me, bro!" As he went down. But you do get that again. Not only do you get a bunch of characters getting killed, but you do get this tired, no fuss, 
Amanda Waller who needs to win. She needs to win. She's been losing too much and well, losing too long with these bullshit characters. She, she did screw up, though, because she set this mission forward. She wants to have a bunch of winners on her team, but she picked it during a day, the green, the code green, where we have the Joker guest going through Arkham at the same time the Suicide Squad are trying to nick, you know, uh, William Cobb out of the freaking loony bed here. So on top of having a crazy talent going after them, they have to try to get out of them with him while Joker gas is filling up the freaking place and killing everybody. Yeah, and it's pretty cool because, like you said, great he's, he's fighting them off as they're trying to get him out. He also... Man, he's badass. I, I know he doesn't have a memory, so but he can make a damn shiv out of it. He's got some muscle memory. That's all that matters. He made a shiv out of his freaking toothbrush. He's stabbing that everybody. That's a bull crap. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, then Film Freak takes it. Takes it. That's all, folks, he says. <laughs> there you go, Film Freak. We are the new year again. Oh, uh, poor Film Freak. You so were brought the, back to life I just know. to die again. All the shit's going down. Rick Flag is now fully just chained up to a wall. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Amanda sell. Waller says, okay, now I got to go and get Don't someone worry, else Flag. who can lead. Just like everyone else on Task Force X, you're replaceable. I have someone else who can lead this team. And then moves on to her whole big thing where she opens up a giant vault. What? What am I doing here? Waller, I'm not a criminal. I'm not. Your very existence is a crime. Superboy. And seeing the reveal of Superboy is not only cool for the reveal of, oh, my God, she has a Superboy. But seeing the Superboy, he is in his pre-Flashpoint, you know, T-shirt, like black T-shirt, late 2000s costume, not wearing his mid to late 90s Bendis bullshit costume. This is more of an everything matters. We are back to where we should be at and least And again, that's where we Superboy. should be. And the idea that we have in Future State where aliens are looked at wrong, but also the idea Clones. of just – also being maybe like we saw in the uh, Infinite Frontier, the idea of the anomaly of, of John and he's not – but like there could be a lot of well, things thing going is, on. Along the idea, if you want to go with what Spectre's talking about where you know he was conceived in one world and born another and they're both gone now. He is an anachronism. He is terrible. He is bad news bears. You know, this this Connor Kent, he is not from the timeline that we started out with even before Death Battle. He is from a pre-Flashpoint timeline. Tim Radius. And with that, Who that's what... spent some time on Gem World while the universe changed around him and then came back. And some people remembered him, some people didn't. We don't know why. It just is. Yeah. But again, if you're going to play up Bendis' bullshit, you, you play it up that they didn't remember him because it never was really resolved. But it's because it couldn't be because there's something wrong with them. And the idea that he says, I'm not a, I'm not a criminal... You know, he knows what he is and isn't. And you get the idea, like you said, and what intrigues me, the idea, like you said, with Amanda Waller, Argus, all these things, if these organizations are back, well, Argus would be very concerned with stuff and where I think that's the lead in from where she's getting him to do this. But again, she's getting him to lead the team. But then we see later that she kind of trusts him a little more and, and whatnot. And but. wanted the best for him in the long run to be the Superman that he always could be. And for people who are out there saying like Superboy on the Suicide Squad, that's stupid. You can't do that. If you go back to 1995, he did join the Suicide Squad for a mission before. So this is not out of nowhere for it to happen. Yes, being chained up and forced to do this, this is a new aspect, but he has you know done stuff with the Suicide Squad in the past. Yeah. And again, we're, we're starting this new thing and I really – do think that they might be going with that idea of the people not remembering, remembering him, and he's kind of in and out of things, and they're trying to figure well, out. Well, we better don't talk know. about that going forward because the idea that he's been chained up for God knows how long now—maybe it hasn't been that long—but Tim, Cassie, and Bart should be breaking down the doors of this place looking for their best friend. Yeah, so we're gonna have to figure out what's going on and why this is as you end up con 
continuing, you know, Peacemaker and Talon William Cobb trying to get out of the prison there as everybody's just, you know, gassing it, the whole Arkham going down. So it, it is pretty cool. And I mean, I'm telling you, it's like, you know, a, a crazy etcher thing of just, you know, people coming and trying to destroy them. So I thought that that was really cool. I like the pacing of it. And I love the Amanda Waller. So I, I'm in. I, I actually I, really I'm like the idea, too, where we have Peacemaker trying to get Talon out of there before the, everybody gets killed by the Joker gas. And he ends up leaving Shrike behind. Like, you set up before the door closes yeah, right on him yeah. being consumed by the Joker yeah. gas. Yeah. And he's like, hey, wait for we- me. The Slam. funny part is the idea of what Peacemaker, like I said, he's out of his mind. He wants to do the right thing. Whether he has to kill everybody to do it, to make it happen, he has a set goal of you know making peace, and he's going to kill anybody to get there. But when you end this whole thing with closing the, the escape of the exit door behind them, shutting off the Joker guests where they're now on the stairwell to the exit, it's Talon and Peacemaker, and with all of these guards and coming like up to stop them. So even, coming. so even think about that where you have Mahoney running through Arkham Asylum where like, you know, all of a sudden the gas is taking out all of these people. He thinks – who knows how many people in Infinite Frontier and uh, yeah, Infinite Frontier that the gas got or was a peacemaker in Talon taking these t- guards out Maybe. as they make their escape. Remember, and that's the thing, when Batman ended up saying to those police officers, I can tell from my things, the readings, there's 17 survivors, and they're like, 17? And yeah. yeah, when you say that, that could be something where they know how many police went in there. They know how many guards and police are supposed to be in there. And with only 17. Because they're so, being yeah, surrounded right now in. on the stairwell. And then he's like, and none of the gas did anything. And you have Talon there, William Cobb, he doesn't even have his shoes on, Eric. He's ooh, going to the I ended up, too, I'm like, when I looked at Connor, and I'm there, I'm like, man, that floor's probably cold. He doesn't have no shoes on. He got but, no shoes and also, on. Also, look at those toenails on his one foot. They look dirty. Ooh, you're going. That's probably gem world dirt still. He doesn't take in a shower. Uh, but, yeah, what did you give this? Because I really I- like it. I ended up giving it a 7.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed this besides the fact that it is just an all-out fight scene. Like the, the exposition about what what Amanda Waller is now, what she plans on doing, the idea of the team, all great stuff. This going on at the same time as the Code Green A-Day, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know if this is A-Day. We're assuming at this point. But that going on at the same time, really cool tie-in connection to what we have going on in the rest of Infinite Frontier. The problems are – it just throws you into this without really tying it into what we had before, why we are here now, what happened after the last series to get to this point. And I just wanted to know more. Like, yes, we're setting things up. It's really good. I did want a little bit more out of it than just the big fight scene because even I read this right after I read Man Bat number two where I got the Suicide Squad just fighting Man Bat. Now I just have Suicide Squad just fighting Talon and some guards here. It was a lot of the same thing. This was infinitely more interesting overall, but I just wanted more to come out of this than we got. Now I'm, going eight, issue, I'm going 8 out of 10. And nice. with the idea of Amanda Waller taking over again, Great art I, I don't really too. I really don't need that much info. Shit went real bad. And the, you know, <laughs> luck, they all got killed. So, and you even had the dupe, you know, all this stuff going on. I think that they pretty like, much I wanted just more said, out of that last series, too, because I just want to know how well, we get I more in of charge the characters who's, in being, that. who's being led by who he thinks is Ted Kord, who's actually Black I Mask and all this other stuff. They ended up saying, Amanda Waller, you're, you're not involved. And she's like, you're whatever. Out. And you know, she's walking. And I think she just sat back waiting and shit went real, real bad. And then they must have just come to her and said, okay, then you also have Who's that this Floyd Lawson? Mess. I don't know who this yeah, Floyd this Lawson, Lawson is. is. Yeah, they're like, Floyd oh, no, Lawson. Oh, that's a typo. Died. It's Floyd Lawson. Thank God oh, it wasn't no. Floyd Lawton. Fucking <laughs> 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 like, idiot. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I think that it works well with this. And again, it's we're really going to possibly find out more of this new landscape of things even through other books and things like that but to me it actually 
solves a little bit of the nonsense that you had to kind of, you know, tiptoe around that Bendis did with that Leviathan, Amanda Waller's back. You end up having Rick Flag get put down and you have Superboy. I want to see more of it. And really, I don't mind the extended fight. The thing that the, you know, we end up, like you said, we did Man Bat. That was part of our Patreon spotlight. And I think that the idea of that, yeah, it was a fight man bet versus Suicide Squad, but it was, you know, Deadshot, Harley, Croc, Croc Captain Boomerang. Boomerang. It was, it was just the same old, same old. I will tell I you, actually, I'm really excited to have Peacemaker on this team though, because yeah, while I, I think like it doesn't this. translate well to the live like action, the, like the no. big screen, because I'm not like you know all in right now for a John Cena Peacemaker for I'm the not. Suicide Squad movie, but here I think it's great. I want to see yeah. more of them. And just with the beginnings to have Film Freak and say, like, I want to see who fills in now. And with Superboy there, I mean, what are they not going to be able to stop with Superboy? And we'll have to see how that works out. But yeah, I'm 8 out of 10. We're not going like, to be able to stop an explanation for who he is. <laughs> Did we ever start one? I mean, it'd be funny. The first thing they go after Bendis for this nonsense. That's the first target. But we're going to end the podcast with a book that a lot of people assume that I would hate her. <laughs> they think I'm a hater. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Swamp Thing books in general because they get overly complicated and pretentious and stuff. And I'm not going to say this one doesn't. No, but it totally for some does. Reason, some reason I don't mind it as much. And it didn't take me that long to read. And that's a big plus for me with the Swamp <laughs> Thing book here. And y- you still end up getting a lot of narration and some weird stuff here. But I do like the tone of it. And I, I like it in a way as we go. And I have my thing here. But I like it in a way that's kind of a, eh, it's a little side story. It almost feels like it would come from like a Tales of the Swamp thing. And like each issue will get a new Swamp thing. I, because I agree. I'm, it does feel like what we had before. What was, what was that? The Swamp Thing holiday special or Halloween yeah, special yeah, where we yeah, got all those yeah. different Swamp Things throughout time. Well, we are starting out with a new Swamp Thing here where you want to know more about it. But by the end, and the thing is, you can't expect everything from a first issue, obviously. And when you have this, though, I'm like, do I even know how to pronounce Levi Kamei's name? I don't, I don't know, know if that's right. And why is he swamping? I don't and, know. And the thing is, again, this isn't an ongoing series. So it's just 10 issues. It's a maxi. And so after that, we'll probably go it's back to Alec Holland because Alec Holland is still out there as far as we know. He's chilling he was a new mirror. New Mira, he was there trying to hold it together and make sure that shit doesn't Swamp go wrong. Thing right now, leaves the green. The other place will be like come back to the other place and not be New Mira with the green connection to Earth that we have anymore. But with that, such a weird idea because the way the Swamp thing had to go from our realm to the other place is that he found this connection that there was some green there, and that, it never made sense to me. But but now he needed to stay there to keep New Mira as it is, even though I don't know if we have the New Mirians people going there or Bobo and the freaking Nightmaster Sword. I don't know anything Blue about Devil that. Blue Devil statue, Eric. It's chilling there in the town square. It's what it's still yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're Bird doing with Swamp Thing. On him. I know that the idea of a new Swamp Thing does sound intriguing, though. It does sound intriguing. And the thing about it is I don't necessarily need a ton with you know this new Swamp Thing. Because I think we'll get it in the 10 issues. What I need is what is going on with the green. What's going on with Alec Collins Swamp Thing in New Mirror? If that's still going on, how is the green affected? How is it, you know, changing? Who's the real avatar? What not? And where Poison Ivy? Where's she for the Battle of the Green, Eric? We need to have this. It's now a three-way battle. It's never going to happen. we end up having Swamp Thing number one. And it is written by Ram V and art by Mike Perkins, Mike Spicer, and, and Dita Bidikar. And I'll tell you, too, Mike... Perkins, not my favorite artist. A lot of people like his art. It fits this book though. I and agree. I like when I like when an art 
fits a book and you can kind of, you know, go. Some some artists out there, they don't really fit much anymore, right? John Romita Jr. John Romita Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Ram V gives us a Swamp Thing book that looks like a slow burn introduction to a new host. And while I do want to know what is going on with the Green and Alcalan, I like this for its horror vibes. I am not going to go crazy here, though, like some, since we really get nothing but kind of intriguing atmosphere here in this first issue. The pale but Wanderer. I like it enough, and I'm looking forward to finding out more about it. And again, this is the thing is like, I always go on about it. When Reggie was with us and we ended up talking Swamp Thing, a lot of times I'd go make a sandwich, right? I'm like, I'm out. So <laughs> or just JLD is, in general. JLD, I'm out. Because of that that whole deal and the mystical mumbo jumbo and things like that, you know, the bed sheets and bullshit. Did you stick around for all of Ragman and Etrigan? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, sir? I've tuned that up. Pretty much when magic's involved, no, Jim's hocus focusing his ass out of here. Is, yeah, really, I'm using my magic to disappear. <laughs> you end up, though, I think I, I think I stuck around for that Etrigan, probably the Maybe. worst of them all there were so many bad miniseries with that <laughs> shit too that fragment so you end up where dead man you go in and yeah yeah and so when i go into this i almost like it because it's not alec holland and it's not, so it feels fresh yeah you're gonna get a lot of the fanciness and the potential you know that's always gonna be there it again seems. You, you say the idea because the thing is the fanciness the potential the st- these are just words we throw out there because we don't understand how to really classify things from what we're talking about but the idea when you have a murder in the desert and we have a forensic scientist coming out here trying to figure out what killed this person and why and you just have a random cop I wonder if it was the pale wanderer everybody <laughs> oh you don't know the pale wanderer let me tell you a story about let the pale wanderer it might be this guy or it might be this guy actually his name does doesn't matter. But what I do know is he went out to live in the desert and he stopped being a man. And you know what, everybody? It is the Pale Wanderer because then he talks about the idea, this is what happens when a desert dreams about being a man. What about you, Swamp Thing? This is what happens when a swamp dreams about being a man. You still fresh, though. I'm going to send you back. Come back, y'all. You hear? The end. <laughs> with, with that, I think that the reason I say those words, Eric, pretend, whatever, and fancy, whatever, because unfunness isn't a real word. I agree. Because that's what I get. I, I really end up, I want to have fun. make this fun. feel special. And like uh, the way you do that is you overwrite things to a way that you want to always ape what we always feel like. Everybody wants to ape Alan Moore with what he did with Swamp Thing. And we have to make this book feel like, I'm going to always say it some gravitas compared to anything else that we're dealing with because of the legacy of the Swamp Thing. And now we're going to start fresh with now, are you calling him Levi or Levy, our new Swamp Thing? Levi, I'm going with. But, and that's <laughs> okay, just I don't me. Know. And it, I oh, ended how, up how working with the name? Levi back in the day. I'm Levi, Eric. I'm not going I'm, any I'm, further I'm than that. Though, I'm just saying. Levi, Kamei? K- I'd say Kamei. Kamei, I would okay. say. Then I, didn't, don't, I wanted don't to Google and do some pronunciations, but it gave me a bunch of different ones because it's an asshole. Now, Again, where I usually end up not liking books like this, and Ram V is one, and James Tynan's another one where you get a lot of narration boxes and things, and you do get that. You do get that here, but for some reason I got past it. What I don't get past and where I'm saying where it, it this isn't a perfect issue. A lot of people think it, but you end up having this this cop, this sheriff, right? You even did your impersonation like, oh, hey, look at here. Some man come back with the you desert. You hear that, Chief? And Next some man. Next going to tell me is it's the yeah. Pale Wanderer did it. So this the is what wanderer, you end up. You really all knew here, anxious. It's an old desert legend, Doc, the way I heard it. After the fight in that Picachillo in 1862, the soldier comes out here to live in the desert. Seth Martins, I think his name was, or Thomas Brundle. The name's not important, Doc. 
tired of the fighting and the people and the fussing and the feuding. He's meaning to go looking for some solitude. He makes a living as a trapper, some grunt work for the railroad. But then the long depression sets in, Doc, and towns turn into ghosts overnight. Life becomes like this cop is the ultimate storyteller. Well, just telling the story. He is the ultimate storyteller, right? Thing, this legend. Is it down home feeling? Is it does it feel like the down home cop in the desert? Well, then he ends up, and this is where it loses me a bit. Where all of a sudden he goes, because they're quiet places, and I don't mean silent. I mean there is quietest to be found, a detachment from the things that don't matter. And he says, and in that detachment, perhaps we recognize that which we've been trying to drown like, out with mon- a, is, mundane it, crap. He becomes a professor. Is this a small town cop or is this Rod Serling introducing that, a Twilight Zone episode to or, me? Or is it, you know, Einstein? I mean, he th- just the idea. And that detachment, perhaps we recognize that which has been trying to drown out with mundane crap all our lives. The truth, Emmett, the realization we are all from the moment we're born trying so violently, like, it ends up you need to leave the small town to become you need to go like, someplace to be something more important than you are yes i mean really this is the most learned cop ever but still smokes eric and he knows it's going to kill him i mean why does he do it but yeah you He's end living up living life he, at the longer that ram v is writing this guy he starts to veer off from this you know down home desert cop to being just professor whatever there and it gets too much because it's just over and over where I'm looking at this and he could end up saying, you know what? Some people try to find what they're all about. That's all it is. That's all he's saying in five paddles. Sometimes people search for what they really are. All right. And I got in it that there. detachment, perhaps we recognize that which we've been trying to drown out with mundane crap all our lives. And what's that? The truth, Emmett. The realization that we are all from the moment we're born trying so violently to become something else. Yeah, it's too Good much. Good night, everybody. I'm clocking out. <laughs> and that's me. Mic drop, baby. It's like you're going to write a story and like, I'm going to do the Hatfields and McCoys, but I'm going to write it like Shakespeare. I mean, it, it just threw me off. To and then get when that. we get to Levi or Levy, whatever you want to go with, because I oh, don't wait, know. I need right before to you tell go, me. though. Okay. Seven pages. We haven't gotten to this new swamp thing. We're just there in the desert talking to the new doc. And with this nonsense. I don't know what Levy's up to. I know he went back home to be with his father during the time of his death and that he hates flying. But beyond that, I'm like, who is this man? I don't know much about it. He's having visions of the green. Even and it seems like where, it's I a, don't know a what's family real curse, or not real. too. I don't even know a family curse, but because it, it seems like his brother, who was the favorite son of his father, might have done some fucked up black magic. Not even black magic shit, but he called upon the green to attack his brother and curse him with the curse mm. of the swamp thing, it seems Again, like. I mean, it just seems from these so non panels that- of like, you know, it, like not even non panels, they're just panels without any explanation. And that's what I kind of get from with this. And his dad does say, I forgive you, like, but that doesn't seem like something, home. you know what, I know, but it might be more than that because of what's going on. I, I think forgive that the you family, for being a horrible swamp I thing. I forgive you for being the swamp thing. But yeah, he's he's having Blech. visions and dreams. And yeah, it looks like he's like having weird shit going on. Like, you know, he thinks that he's become the swamp things. And like, it seems like the swamp plane. thing here is almost like the Incredible Hulk, where you don't want him to be in enclosed spaces like an airplane because he might become the swamp thing because he doesn't know how to control it. Like, this is a new thing where it's not the swamp. It seems that Levi or Levi, I'm just going to go with Levi, fuck it. It seems like Levi Strauss here is going to just become but a swamp thing like, and transform. That's the thing, butterfly over here. I think that <laughs> that plays off the well with what you said with a curse. And the idea that – and he might be the thing where we're going to find out. You don't have Alec Collin, but this actually is not 
you know necessarily connected to the green in the not same be way. The Avatar, the green. He might be the exactly. Terry Quintello, where it's like you know that's what I think. It's stealing from and it that and actually him intrigues me. Thing. And it intrigues me because with that. It the just does. His it time. just does explode <laughs> like the immortal Hulk. You end up. Where's that green door? But yeah, you end up having the steel where he does seem to at least think or dream about him. Suddenly, ba boom. He's like the like bomb, he's a werewolf. The bomb. Yeah, yeah, really. He's the werewolves. But then it gets intriguing as well because when he comes back Where's from his trip to man? India, he's the wolf man, <laughs> and you end up where. People are taking pictures of him, or is it his girlfriend? But, but I think it's him. So they they're aware of this. They're on the case or something. But it's all just set up. You know what I mean? This is all, and it, it does intrigue me. I think it looks really cool when you see him of the mind become a tree in the middle of a damn plane. Pretty damn cool, right? You don't <laughs> want that to happen. I never even thought of a tree springing out from a plane, but it's not good, Eric. Uh, but yeah, you, you don't get a ton though like i said to me it's more atmosphere than anything else oh totally it's, oh my god uh, but it does end up where and people are right this is a 10 issue book you gotta end up waiting a little for some answers Take and the first, issue, first is supposed issue to yeah. intrigue you and it does we're introduced to our character we don't know much about but we know enough to just go forward to learn more like we have it's, the same amount though that we have with you know the 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 Yara floor bit of the infinite frontier where she's going off to do something. And we know that people are watching her go to do this stuff. We have the same thing with Levi Strauss here. And I don't know much more. except for the idea with, <laughs> well, thank you, Rangta. But yes. the idea that he's going back and talking about, you know, the last days he spent with his father, with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend is like, you're a selfish piece of shit. You know that? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. But she seems to be nice enough. Right. And she's there. Know. I'm the sure is, she'll she, die. She, the thing is, I say this stuff, but it just seems like she's giving him like the, the third degree throughout this whole thing when he is obviously a grieving man here. And it just feels weird the way that she's presented here. Like, all right, I'm going to go off to bed now. And like, even that. Well, they're not he's necessarily to, girlfriend. They, they say, he says, they've gone the through a weird relationship. It's like what Marv. The wolf man. Told me back in the day, wow. Eric. A lot Two of, of them. <laughs> Marv the wolf man. Ah, that didn't work. Yeah, no, the deal. That was so stupid. You end up where you're getting this like, okay, you know, she's not exactly his girlfriend, but he can kind of crash there. They might make the sweet loves after the Netflix, but he ends up on the couch, you know, so it's not the greatest of relationships or that intimate. Uh, well, it's like, I know you, Levy. She seems ago, to know a little more about him, too. And that's that the part. I, think is I know be you, Levy. Eight months ago, Prescott Industries yeah, sent you back was. to India because you had <laughs> roots there. They wanted you to be the face of the land deal they're negotiating. But you went back because you thought it was an opportunity to go to do good, rebuild a connection. What happened? How did it all disintegrate into this? And he just goes to bed. She turns the lights off and stuff. Actually, yeah, it's on the couch. So, yeah, I want to confide. And then it's like this weird thing where this everybody has the deepest thoughts ever in the DC universe when you're in a swamp. They both say, I want to confide the protests, my family, the secrets, my blackouts, the verdant thing in the dark. I'm like, I have never said that a sentence in all my life. But no, the verdant this is, thing what, in the this dark, is what you get, right? But it's all too big and incredible. I say I'm tired and promise her answers in the morning. Not long after I drift into a place of familiar nightmares. I'm like, why isn't everybody just a writer Here's in this the universe? Deal. No, it's because these asshole green, the green, the parliament, 
They're only getting these pretentious pricks. They need to get me and you. Where the, here's they don't the want thing. a bunch of dummies with the freaking green. Shit, where can I get a steak sandwich in this joint? That's just what I'm saying. I'm like, and then I ended up entwining the, the leaves to make a hoodie. That's all I'm saying. I don't need this nonsense. The and pretty forest much- and Kazaranga are burning. I can hear them screaming. Furious voices give way to the thunder of guns in this ancient place. Somewhere within the woods, my brother makes a dark bargain. I am not quite sure what happens after. The last thing I remember is being at my father's side. He's dying. He reaches out into me and he says, Levy, I, I, I forgive I, you. I, Forgive you for and being a terrible that, swamp thing I and a need fucking to shame to our family. <laughs> this is when Tanya's like, why aren't you cutting the grass? I, the swamp thing, bitch. I Black can't do that. It starts, it starts screaming at me. The, the, the grass, I'll hear it. It's a burn. And I'm yelling, hey, look at me. The swamp thing. It, it is Take kind of a cool off. idea, though, that we have this, the whole thing of the pale wanderer, this, this urban legend of this desert town and stuff like that. I, I, it's like it's a little bit too much in your face for the, everything that we got right away with the pale wonder as opposed to the swamp thing, which is weird. But he is real. He's attacking the place now, and for whatever reason, like you know, this is a this is an affront to the green, which actually even pulls Levy from his you know sleeping place on the couch and transmutes him to, out of a cactus to this place to take on the pale wonder, or at least confront him because this is almost like you know Levy's own like the rot right now, the Anton Arcane. It feels like because this is a bad guy, but also. Somebody who wants to teach us new developing thing how to be other than what they are. You know, like the idea when he says, I am what happens when a desert dreams of being a man. And you are along the same of what happens when, you know, a, a tree thinks of being a man along those lines. You're still new. You don't know how this, but come back to when you are able to, like, you know, do more than you are right now. I'd like it if he's like, well, man, desert, that'd be like the same man's or something. But you end up where he's a there ego, essentially. There is an intriguing deal with that, with the idea that maybe maybe he is kind of the avatar, but maybe the parliament still screwed his up from all that is stuff. shot out of a tree then in well, his PJs in saying. New York after this he, confrontation. It seems like somebody is controlling him, is, is my main, what I was going to say, is the idea that he's not like, oh, I'm going to the, it seems like they're sending him there to confront well, yeah, he's something. He's against his will they're right red. now. Yeah, and it seems like almost like he's there, like Suicide Squad or so. Like he is their slave, and he's going to have to learn what's going on and maybe break past Look, that Levy, with this curse. Alec Holland, he's off doing new mirror shit. He don't listen to us. He don't return our phone calls. So go and do us a few favors while you're sleeping. No, it, it makes me think that it's almost like well, you're you making a bargain. You, you kind of came in the back door with this black uh-huh. magic mumbo jumbo. More. So we're going to make you do what the fuck we want. And he you're doesn't know. Man, He's the greatest American swamp thing. He does not have the instruction, <laughs> the instruction manual. manual. He has no idea what's going on. Also, I do love when the girlfriend ends up and it's like, hey, you went all off to India to check out this thing, be the face of this corporation. And then like a piece of shit, you wanted to get back with your father. Yeah, asshole. And now it's like, disintegrated. Why weren't you just their token Indian? Like, <laughs> I wanted you to be a my calm down yeah. woman. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on with you? Um, but yeah, I think it's intriguing. I think that it's pretty cool. Like you said, you do get the whole pale wonder that it's it's too in your your face right away like there's no intrigue or mystery to it i mean it's there and and one of the things i will tell you that that made me giggle of what i end up getting upset about i don't know why but they couldn't just say he drinks the oil he does he drinks the crude (laughs) crude. get out of town (laughs) i I know that's what it is the most eloquent freaking desert cop you've ever seen in your life and i'm like oh you mean he doesn't drink the refined oil he goes right for the crude thank you thank you for you know quantifying that i think he's going to fill up at the gas station now 
Chekhov. Yeah, that guy deserves to die. That asshole. He's a pretentious prick. He ends up, he's like one of those guys. He leaves town. He gets like five PhDs and then comes back and ends up just being the sheriff just to throw it in everybody's face. And he starts every sentence that he starts a conversation with, well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like a real jerk. Uh, But I like it. I actually like it by the end. Yeah, I I like like it more than a lot of things that we get like this, though. Yeah, uh, the idea of these characters and doing something different with Swamp Thing and starting us out like this, it's cool. I want to see more of it. I just don't necessarily like the way that it's depicted right away with the idea of the Pale Wanderer. Like, this whole drawn-out seven-page story that is right on the fucking nose about what exactly is happening. It's like, here you go. And then I'm like, what's up with Swamp Thing? Ah, he don't like the flying. Wow. Okay. Remember, and this is one of the things that does get me down on Ren V, where everybody is, everybody's darling now. Remember, we get a Catwoman that we've got maps of, of you know, the alley town and all these villains that were signing out. They do meth. This, this guns and Wonder Woman's just standing around. This seems to be Catwoman. his deal where he, our Catwoman, he seems to really want to center on things like, almost like he's had this story. Like with this pale, like, ooh, I'm going to throw this in with the swamp thing. I just like, wish it was something. Like ah. this, I wish both were actually just drawn out a little bit more, like the idea of this town secret, this even, you know, the urban legend, stuff like that. We have a strain of murder and stuff like that, that go unsolved. It's just one of those desert murders. Somebody asks about it, and, you know, they're sitting in a bar, they talk about it. Not as, as eloquent as this sheriff put it, but the idea that we can learn about the pale rider. And the new Swamp Thing at the and same the time. Almost a is, dual new identity kind of situations where you're learning equally about both at the same time. Yeah, because what's weird is the wow moments here are the Pale Wonder moments. You end up then the Swamp Thing part gets him there to confront him. But the, the pale, he's in charge and things oh, yeah, like that. that. Monster Man's way better. You almost want to spell this out in a way maybe that, you know, you have Levi who's like, I don't know what I've become. I can't control this. And then starts hearing about these deaths. And he wonders if it's him. What's going on? Am I actually the pale wonder? Am I some sort of thing like that? Am I I there with with Marv, Eric Marv? The wolf man. The wolf man. Is that it? The the Marv, the wolf man. But yeah, so by the end, like you said, it's just like right on front street. Like, yep, there he is. He just killed that guy. All right. Swamp thing isn't that good right now. (laughs) (laughs) And then you find out it's the girlfriend. Who knows? I'm like, at this (laughs) age, Texas T does. He puts sugar in that shit. (laughs) Get me to the cement pond. And then I'm going to talk eloquently about nonsense. Uh, But yeah, with that, I'm intrigued. Maybe the girlfriend's up to shit. I don't know. She seems kind of a jerk, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But he definitely does not understand the green. And I think, like I said, normally a swamp thing just doesn't show up out of a cactus just without knowing. And then get thrown out through an oak tree, right? I mean, just and then get spit spit out of (laughs) a tree as as his regular human form and stuff like that. It does end up feeling a little different than what we usually see. Because, yeah, there's been times, and even in the Charles Suron, I think it was, where you ended up having a desert scene where there was one little seed. That's all he needs, Eric. Remember, what book was it where he became the popcorn? I think it was that, too. Is that Scott Snyder's? It, it was yeah, I think it was Scott Snyder, and then Charles Sewell continued that. But even with that, member in the year of the villain, uh, Arcane ended up popping his eye out of a rotten tomato or something. Oh, scared the sh- scared the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> so it's a normal thing that, but he doesn't understand how it's yeah. working if he is even He's in been control. Cursed. Because again, it seems more like now, a person. now it he has seems to go back like, to India and confront his dirtbag brother for cursing his ass with the swamp. 
But isn't isn't living life of a swamp thing a curse in itself, Eric? Yes. Isn't, isn't actually life a curse, isn't it, right now? Isn't it? It is to me, Eric. But, yeah, where wow. is that, brother? Shit where is dark. that piece of crap? Because I'm looking at him. He goes off of this, and he's pulling hearts out of motherfuckers in an Indiana Jones movie when, when this happens because he looks at my camera. Oh, my Kalima. God. I think that that's what they're doing. Watch out for the crocodiles. They, they tear a, you, you don't see people dying, but they tear through your clothes. But yeah, at the end, I did like this. I actually liked it it's more okay. than I thought. And I thought it was more of a uh, a quick read than a lot of these things end up being. Now with that, I'm still 7 out of 10, but I Me did well. like it. Okay, yeah. So, And that's, you know, that should be looked no, at. No, I'm telling you, I'm man. down for the idea of a new Swamp Thing. I'm intrigued in the story. I just wish this first issue was presented a little bit better. Yeah, I, I wish the more focus was. But again, 10 issues, you're going to end up hopefully having to focus on things. But again... Okay. One of my points and problems with Ramvi a lot of times is he likes to extend things. He likes well, to go, and I'm getting that. the he idea. He meanders and doesn't get right to well, the yeah. way we need to go. Well, I'm saying they're like, we're going to get a six-issue swamp thing. Who's on it? Oh, make it ten. We, we need a story. But that seems to be any writer nowadays at Agreed. DC, so I can't really throw anything on that. But this is pretty solid. Uh, what is your book of the week? My book of the week is a three-way tie between Infinite Frontier number zero, Wolf, Batman man. 106, and Crime Syndicate number one. Oh my god, and Eric, and all of them 8 out of 10, so that Agreed. is a first We haven't had a positive podcast like this In quite some time, uh, mine is Infinite Frontier, and I'm, I'm excited I think that, again, when you see I keep thinking, even when we're going through these books The idea of when you said that you're looking forward To a lot of things that it's setting up New books, new characters, new writers, and things like that I'm even going to give the Brian Michael Bendis Justice League at least two pages well, you gotta. Eric, right, two pages <laughs> you gotta. Hey, Here we go, but yeah, we'll see how That is, but what are we talking about next week? Not much. Not much, <laughs> Not much at all. And again, I'm going to list these books. You have to remember, as far as we know, two will be on the Patreon spotlight. Huh? If this is the landscape from now on, we may have to change that at some point. Not cool. Three on the Patreon <laughs> spotlight, Eric. Let's just do them all because we have Batman Urban Legends, number yeah. one. It's an oversized issue. So that will be, you know, with the deal. I know that's right on the Patreon. We the end up at Superman number 29, the uh, premiere issue of the Johnson. new run of Philip Kenny Johnson. Uh, what is your bet? How much Superman do we get? Are we going to oh, get not a much. full out super? Not much. Okay. I, I agree. We end up possibly, Eric. Eric's throwing it out there with possibilities. The Green Lantern look, Season look. 2, number 12. I'm not throwing out anything out there. I think to myself to understand the Green Lantern concept, the war, as it is right now, maybe at some point I got to catch up on the Green Lantern. Would it be fun to just do this one issue and try no. to figure out what the no, hell is going on? Just we'll just like go a bunch with of it. Assholes. Eh, but, but if we if we spell it out... Uh, the next is the book that a lot of people forgot was coming out, The Joker. The Joker number I I one. Uh, it looks like that book is going to be like heavy Jim Gordon. That's going to give Jim Gordon something well, to do on them. Wonder Woman number 770. What's up with that book? I actually out. have no idea what we're doing with Wonder Woman in that. Is it a Hippolyta book? Really? Is it you, a you don't Woman know, book or is it a You don't know book? what's going on, Eric? Well, let me tell you, I have no freaking idea. It's a Wonder Woman book. It's what she goes off, it seems to do when she's like, we're doing smell, ascension? you know, you know, get out of town, jerks. It's, you oh, know good. what it is? Ascension. Yeah. There's a guest star in this book, Eric. I now remember what it is. I was just trying to think. This is guest starring the one and only Thor. 
So we're going to Valhalla and Thor uh, and the Valkyries. I got really confused for a second because I forgot that's just a regular name for a lot of things and not just a Marvel character. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the, <laughs> the classic. Hell you say. It's the classic, just the mythology deal. Yeah. So you're able to use it. Uh, they do make a big point of not making them look like. The re- you think Thor's sexy? Where do you see this Thor, Eric? So Skyland bound. Yeah, he's he's looking. Yeah, so you're gonna. And that's part. It seems like her travels and the maybe try to get back to talking to her mom and things like that will be going well, through. She has to the, enter the sphere of the gods stuff. at this point, yeah. and you know, go that's through these different things. Do. And I'm cool with that. It gives yeah. her something to do. You get something different, and hopefully, it's good. I mean, we ended up. It is. Oh, and this one's by Michael W. Conrad and yeah. Becky Clonan. They He's switched taking the it there. They switched it in art by Travis Moore. So I'm looking forward to all these to see what they're doing. I know that we're not going to love everyone. Uh, you know, that's just the thing. I just, you know, we're not. And I'm looking at Bendis again, Eric, but we're going to give him a shot. We'll give him a shot. I just have already heard some people who uh, were lucky enough to get uh, advanced copies, Eric, that they were a little upset about it. But again, some of them I don't trust. So there you I'm go. Saying, some there of these people are upset Eric. about Crime Syndicate, too. That is true. One of them definitely was and was telling people not to read it beforehand. And that's not nice. Why would you do that? Let everybody make up their own mind or wait till we talk about it. (laughs) Obviously. We'll make make up their minds for them, Eric. But that is it. Thanks, everybody. Again, if you want to continue and read and listen to all of our things going on, we did talk about the crime syndicate number one and man bat number two. I mean, everybody's running to the Patreon for that. I, I, I actually had to at one point think, Maybe we should like calm this Patreon thing down with that man bat traffic we're getting. I mean, it was insane. It was all insane. But yeah, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science to listen to that and continue the good times with with me and you with that crime syndicate at least. And then next week, half of the books, it seems, will be there as well as March seems. It does seem to pick up a bit in April. That we're going to have more March. books. You know, when we have six <laughs> books a week, then we get four. But seriously, people who have just joined in don't realize that when we talk about this at points, there was one podcast that we had 17 books on the podcast. And we talked about all of them and didn't really like there's never been a time really in our podcasting life, which I, I'm proud of that we said, oh, man, we can't talk about that because of the time. And, and we don't do that shit. Much to our chagrin, Eric. It kills us every time. But. You know, back in the day when we had a 12 to 13 hour podcast, you know, we're willing to, we only have two books, sir. That's what you got. So we're going to be doing those. And again, that means you go over to the Patreon to get double the pleasure, double mint gum, Eric, is the what Wolf I'm Man. saying. Now we're that, getting is sued. New, that is our new sponsor. Like I said, everybody, make sure Not a you do Whopper Wednesday. The Wolf Man. Yeah. Can you hear me now? The Wolf Man. <laughs> I don't know many slogans, Eric. Where's the beef is what I say, right? But thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will go. Eric, what do we say at the end? Everybody have a great week. Keep it weird. Weird. We'll see you in seven. And we will see you in seven. The Wolf Man. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the regular books. Head up to potential futures with all new looks. But I'm looking forward to march back to the regular DC line. When I leave future state behind.
explain all the Batman stuff with the peacekeepers and the magistrate. I don't mind the next Batman, but he isn't great. But I need all the regular books, and I don't want to waste more time. So I'll leave future state behind. Play with this toy. Play with this toy. 